This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever you want. That's normally how the show operates, and it will operate that way tonight here, I promise. Uh, But we're going to start things out with a special guest, something we don't do very often on the radio side of things. Though, Mark, you've been busily doing a lot of interviews on our podcast. Uh, The Mark Interview Series has been going on. I'm calling the Edgington Post is what I'm doing. The the Edgington Post. Yeah, making fun of the Huffington Post. Have you put up a website there yet? Um, the, the website's in process. Okay. Um, so if you want to hear a, a lot more interviewee stuff with Mark, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast at freetalklive.com. In fact, I think there's going to be one included at the end of tonight's show in tonight's podcast. That's correct. As well. Uh, but So it's rare that we actually bring somebody on the air on the radio side of things here on Free Talk Live, but... Now and then we do it, and I like to do it for people that are absolutely outstanding activists. And this guy is one of the top. I mean, this guy, it's hard to beat Larkin Rose as far as level of dedication to liberty. Larkin, you went to jail because you believe in freedom so darn much. Welcome to Free Talk Live. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to uh, to finally have you here. I talked to you over uh, via email a few, I guess like a year ago, um, and I asked you to send a few books along, and I handed them out to a couple of our co-hosts, and I never actually got around to reading any of them. I was so embarrassed about that. I emailed you back, and I said, Larkin, I'm so sorry. It's been a year. I haven't read your books. Let's just have you on anyway. And uh, so thankfully, you graciously uh, came and appeared on the show tonight. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, LarkinRose.com is your website. Um, many of our listeners right now across the country, across the world, probably don't know your name necessarily. It's not a household name, but why should they know who you are? What, 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 is, uh, what is Larkin Rose most noteworthy for? Well, there's actually sort of uh, two reasons, and they, they sort of interrelate. Um, one would be uh, my involvement in what's had various names over the years, one of them being the tax honesty movement. Um, And what I went to prison for was uh, talking about what the federal income tax laws actually say and very openly and publicly telling the government, uh, you aren't telling the people what the law actually says, and I'm going to tell them what it actually says, and I'm going to abide by what it actually says, and you're not going to like that because it, it doesn't match the behavior you want out of people, which is people blindly sending you tons of money. And so that that turned into a a many-year-long saga, which resulted in their prosecuting me, uh, which I asked them to do, which is a little bizarre, I realize. (laughs) Are Uh, you a glutton for punishment or something? (laughs) Well, it was really a matter of and some people afterwards said, "You, how could you think you were going to get a fair shake from the government or the courts? And I said, I didn't think I was going to get a fair shake from the government or the courts. My only tiny little bit of hope is that I'd get somebody on the jury, who, which presumably is made up of, of you know, random Americans, who would see through all the lying and cheating that I fully expected the government to do. And unfortunately, most of the time that doesn't happen. And in my case, it didn't happen. Right. The government has a real uh, fine method that they use to essentially get the most brainwashed, docile, and obedient Americans placed on juries. Yeah, jury makes uh, jury makes a good makes good sense. You you think you take twelve 
people, of your peers, and you get them there, and they'll be concerned about justice and all that kind of thing. But I've seen just too many stories where they're not. You know, I, I, a friend of mine uh, recently they served... They just want to get out of there. If you're, a friend of mine you're rec- a criminal. recently served on a jury. He believes in jury nullification and believes the drug war is wrong. And he went ahead and and uh, voted guilty after being pressured by the judge uh you know it was it was it was it was amazing it wasn't to me. by the judge it was peer pressure by peer pressure by the, the, the jurors yeah and i think uh, there's so much of that that people because of the whole belief in authority thing as soon as people see someone at the defense table you know you're 99 tenths you know 99 100s of the way to prison yep. because they think well authority wouldn't go after somebody if they weren't bad and uh, my my trial certainly wasn't unique in this, but it was basically, he's a bad guy. Like, we don't have any actual evidence of a crime. In fact, they kept accidentally admitting that I believed that what I was doing was within the law, which means it wasn't a crime um, because of a thing called willfulness with all tax crimes. If you did what you believe the law requires, then you're, there's no such thing as a federal tax crime if you did what you believe the law requires. But instead of proving that, they basically said, well, fine, he believes it, but he shouldn't. I mean, you pay your fair share, and here's this nasty guy. And and so it was the whole, he's a nasty guy, So he so they kind of, them to do. Larkin, do they kind of use the, uh, the Stockholm Syndrome that these people are suffering from against you? Like, see, he's not paying his fair share, so stick it to him, people. Right, yeah. And I even, I even talked about that in my opening and closing statements. I, I represented myself because I knew that it, my goal wasn't actually to win the case because if I had won on some technicality or had some lawyer up there who just said, you know, don't say anything, my goal was to expose the fraud the government was committing, which I think I totally did despite the fact that I lost. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they very much, the, the government very much emphasized the whole thing of he didn't pay and you did. And I emphasized the point that, yeah, I didn't pay, and I told them that, and I volunteered to be up here standing in front of you risking going to prison so I could tell you what those guys at that table are trying to do to you. But still, the pack mentality and the authority worship, they're uh, guilty. Uh, he, he didn't do what we do, so he must be a bad guy. So- and it was the amount of things that the government had to lie and cheat on was just sure, just and they amazing don't and, and, and they don't follow their own rules. I mean, you you spent years of your life, as, as I understand it at least, looking into their system and their rules because I didn't consent to them, uh, and I I doubt you did either. But you looked at their rules and you ascertained that according to your interpretation of their rules, they don't require their uh, their you know citizens to uh, to pay income tax. Is that right? Right, and in fact, I went out of my way to get meetings with them, not, not only to say, look, I'm looking up your rules, I'm quoting your rules, I'm seeing what your rules say about who has taxable income and who doesn't. Uh, this wasn't a case of, the tax is unconstitutional, I refuse to pay it. Um, the people who do that, I completely respect them, that just isn't what I did. I looked at the law and said, hey, this isn't a tax on me. This is a tax on certain people, mainly people who do international trading, but that's not me. But then I went out of my way to say, uh, hey, IRS, I'm over here. Here's what I'm doing. Here's why. I'd love to meet with you. And I, after years, got two meetings with them. Hmm. They hemmed and hawed on tape and said, we don't know why it says that. We can't really answer your questions. Um, we'll get back to you. 
Did they and get back to you? We'll get back to you. They meant in a few years we'll sell. We're sell, We'll send uh, a dozen armed agents to invade your house and steal all your stuff. Can you stop down for a moment and talk about that? Because that, I, I remember that part of your story. It's particularly outrageous. Yeah, and that really was the last communication from the IRS prior to this was them saying, yeah, we understand what you're saying. We see what you're pointing at. We see what you're saying. Um, we'll have to get back to you and, and, you know, come up with a report to answer your questions or something. <laughs> so there I am thinking, well, the ball's in their court. They said the ball's in their court, so mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. And on May 6th of 2003, at, uh, it was like 9 or 10 in the morning, there's bang, 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 bang on our front door. <sighs> and federal agents, open the door! And for a few seconds, I actually thought I was joking. I thought it was friends of ours hitting us, because we have some friends who would do that sort of thing. But it wasn't. And I was just stunned. I went to the front door, and by then they were already talking about knocking it down. And I opened it and put my foot behind it and said, let me see a warrant. And they yelled something or other and didn't give me a warrant. I said, let me see a warrant. And eventually they forced their way in and... And there were about a dozen of them. They went throughout the house, and my wife and my daughter were home, she being uh, five at the time, five or six. Um, I'm going to get the rest of the story from you. Hang on. They stole your stuff and invaded your home, and there's much more to Larkin's story. We'll share that with you here in moments. More with Larkin Rose. LarkinRose.com, his website. Learn more about him. Uh, Take a look at his books. He's got some good ones out there. 800-259-9231. We'll also take your calls for Larkin as well. So if you've got one, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at bigheadpress.com slash pk. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. However, calls for Larkin Rose, our special guest here, will be given priority. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, and those features include the Shrine of Female Listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and or video uh, to show that they are indeed listeners of the program. You can head on over to shrine.freetalklive.com and get interactive there. See what that's all about, shrine.freetalklive.com. Perhaps you are of college age and interested in journalism and passionate about liberty. You can learn about print, broadcast, or investigative journalism by interning at a newspaper, media network, or state policy organization. The program includes a week-long career workshop, a stipend, and even housing assistance. Receive mentoring and job search assistance during and after your internship. And placements are right now available for the summertime and fall. Apply for, that's next fall, apply for your summer placement by January 31st at libertarianinternships.com. That's libertarianinternships.com. As we uh, bring back our special guest, Larkin Rose, he is with us here tonight. And Larkin, can you stay through the whole hour if we get, you know, phone calls and deep into conversation here? 
Sure. Okay, sure. great. Uh, so we're talking about your story, uh, which kind of brought you notoriety within the liberty movement because you went to jail because of your beliefs. Uh, you went to jail, a federal prison, as I understand it, and we'll get into that experience here in, here in a little bit, but it was because you looked at their rules, and according to your interpretation of them, and you spent quite a bit of time on it, you even wrote a book and uh, made, a, I think, a movie about this, uh, about their tax laws that you essentially were saying, look, I've looked at this stuff, I've looked at this legalese, and from what I can tell, it doesn't require most American citizens to to pay taxes. Um, right. And then they raided your house. <laughs> yep. And it seems like, well, there must have been something in between, but there wasn't a whole lot. Well, you told them you wanted to talk to them. You asked them some questions. You showed them what you explained to them what your understanding of their rules were, and they said, "We'll get back to you." And then the next thing that happened was they uh, they almost kicked your door in and sent uh, an armed team of uh, federal agents into your home. What happened then? Yep. So they they showed up at my house and uh, scared my wife and kid and me and rummaged through our stuff. Uh, they weren't there to arrest anyone. It was a search warrant. And my immediate thought is, what on earth would you have a warrant to search for? Since I've told you all along about my income and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it's not like I was hiding something. I went out of my way to say, here's our income. You already know about it. It's already reported to you anyway. So while I'm sitting in my living room with a dozen armed thugs rummaging through my house, and by that time my my wife and daughter had gone about their day, um, but I said, I'm not leaving. I'm going to at least sit here on my couch for eight hours and keep an eye on them as best I can. Um, and after that became began the uh, legal challenge of, I want to see the, the legal document that some boneheaded judge signed that said, yeah, sure, you can barge into his house and steal all this stuff. Because that legal document under the Fourth Amendment is required to show probable cause that I'm a criminal, that there's some crime here. And I'd just love to see what you guys made up that, to trick some judge into saying, there's crime, there must be evidence of a crime there. Mm -hmm. And in their usual fashion, they said, no, we don't want anyone to see our document that shows you're a bad guy. And I said, well, that's a little weird. I want it so I can publicize it. You want it hidden. And what it's required to show under the law is that I'm a bad guy. So we went back and forth for, I forget how long, it wasn't long before trial when they finally had to turn it over, and it was basically a list of them complaining about, he keeps talking about his legal conclusions on websites and on radio shows, and and that was about it. <laughs> they And I read the whole thing and thought, wait, wasn't there supposed to be evidence of a crime in there? And it was just whining about me talking about stuff. Wow. So at this point, Larkin, did you still believe that they followed their own rules? Oh no, and I already knew they didn't okay. from the from the beginning. Um, even their procedural, even their little trivial, obvious procedural rules that I could quote and put right in front of them, they would just say, "Well, we have different, you know, instructions." Like in other words, someone's telling us to not follow those. <laughs> and I said, "Well, what are these different instructions? Where do they come from? Because what I'm showing you is your own regulations." So even down to the little things, they constantly violate the law. What did Up to they the big things, they, like the Constitution, they constantly violate that, too. Yeah. What, did, what did they steal when they came into your home? Um, 31 boxes of stuff. I didn't even know I had 31 boxes of stuff. Uh, basically, anything 
remotely related to financial records, despite the fact that we had told them about all our finances. And the fun part was they stole every copy they could find of the video I made entitled Theft by Deception, Deciphering the Federal Income Tax. That is, to me, I mean, besides the fact that they raided your house without, you know, any sort of real probable cause, uh, that I think is the most outrageous portion of this. I mean, they essentially came in and confiscated your material that had a message that they didn't agree with. Yeah, exactly. And not only had they never alleged that it was illegal and have never since alleged that it's illegal – they're not saying this is a abusive tax shelter or anything like that. They've never said that it's illegal. But when they showed up, it was already on the warrant. And when I asked him, when do I get the videos back, Donald Perlman, that great fighter for truth and justice, that Nazi pig at the IRS, said never. They said, what do you mean never? <sighs> Evidence you seize in a search warrant, unless it's contraband, you have to return. <laughs> He was sent there with instructions, you get those videos, and we're never giving them back. And yeah, it's like, hey, we're going to take your videos, and what are you going to do about it? You know? Right, exactly. Complete Gestapo mentality. Well, Gosh. apparently they were scared that if they didn't give them back, the court might rule against them. So immediately before trial, they suddenly gave them all back. Really? Um, because I think they thought, you know, the court might not all the way side with us, considering the fact that there's a pile of Supreme Court and lower court cases that say uh, when you're doing a search warrant and you're grabbing something that's First Amendment material that expresses somebody's beliefs, you're allowed to take one copy if you really need to, but that's it. <laughs> Not 30 boxes of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I quoted them that, that in a letter and asked them again on the phone, when are you giving them back? And they said, never. And like I said, eventually they did right before trial. But they obviously showed up with the intent of forcibly stealing the videos to try to take them out of circulation. I mean, it, they admitted as much. So, you know, um, the average American doesn't think this kind of thing happens here in this country. They, yep. they, they really, you know, they're, they're, it, people are incredibly good at shutting off information that they simply don't want to hear. They'll, uh, well, you're saying that we don't have First Amendment rights in this country? Click the radio will go off. I mean, they'll 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 uh, suddenly it, it, the the show gets far less entertaining than it was earlier, and they'll start listening to music radio or something, whatever it is that they want to do. I mean, what what do you what do you have to say to the average person when they when um you know when 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 they're confronted with this information that look the federal uh, authorities are lying to you about First Amendment rights they'll give you the ones that are convenient to you to them at the time. It's an excellent question. Uh, we're going to give you time to answer it if you want here in a moment. Hang on, Larkin. More with you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plus, I've got a lot more questions myself, but I know that you, the listener, uh, may have one or two for uh, for Larkin. Probably only have time for one from each of you. So if you want to get on the phones and talk to Larkin, 800-259-9231, uh, tax freedom advocate and liberty hero, Larkin Rose, with us tonight. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. We're here live. We'll take your calls about whatever's on your mind. If you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, we do have a special guest on the line, so your calls for Lark and Rose will be given priority. And tonight, it is Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, Join us, by the way, online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, and those features include live streams. Got a broadband version of the show, dial version, webcam, even the brand new Free Talk Live listen lines. You can get details on those. Plus, the Free Talk Live webcam is using a brand new streaming provider. We've kept our old provider, um, and we've added another one. So now we have two video services that are streaming us uh, on the internet. This new one is, I think, a little more reliable and it's been working well so far. So check all that out at listen.freetalklive.com. It's free. Um, when I was looking at buying gold and silver, uh, it's been, I guess, I started in 2002 looking. And it's just such a, it's such a maze, a process. Everybody's saying buy gold and silver now, and lots of people are doing it. But I feel like... Uh, a which lot of, gold? Right, Where? Which, right. Uh, am I getting these collector coins? Am I buying this bullion? What are they doing? And I, I think that it's... The best thing to do is be able to compare apples to apples. And I set up a website with uh, our syndicate, Midas Resources, to make this very easy. I put uh, four coins that I consider to be good coins that are easy to uh, compare to other places because they're common. These are not collector's coins or anything like that. And you can go over there at gold.freetalklive.com. That's gold.freetalklive.com. And I... I guess I can't guarantee that these are the lowest prices you're going to find on the Internet, but I'll bet you that they are. Um, you'll have to do a heck of a lot of research uh, otherwise, and, you, and you know, your time's valuable, too. So go check it out at gold.freetalklive.com. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. We have Larkin Rose on the line with us. LarkinRose.com is his website. And not only can you order his uh, his books there, but there's also a really great email list that uh, that I'm a member of. The uh, I think it's the TMDS email list, which you can get to by clicking email list at the top of his website. Uh, I just I love your emails, Larkin. There they're so wonderfully radical, and they just warm my heart uh, because you're more than just a tax freedom advocate nowadays. Now you're just a freedom advocate, from what I can tell. You 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 seem to be completely fed up with the you know the whole concept of uh, of a federal government and you're you know I, I imagine you'd be somebody who's completely in favor of the idea of seceding um yeah in fact state seceding from the feds local seceding from the state and yes. individuals seceding from the local a man after my own heart <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually that was something that i got into um before I ever heard anything about the tax thing and the sort of going up against the IRS got more people paying attention to, to what I was doing. And, but I was already of that persuasion before then, but since then it's gotten more attention to my, like my email list that I write things for. And the, the two books I have that aren't about taxes, how to be a successful tyrant and the, the novel, the iron web, um, which the Iron Web was written mostly while I was in prison. Um, so I did nothing else to do. You time. might as well. <laughs> so I wrote uh, two books and one album in there. Um, two books are out. The album isn't finished yet that uh, the feds aren't going to like. Um, but they gave me free room and board, so I thought I should do something productive. Um, yeah, and that's the other side is the uh, the political or the anti-political. Um, 
themes and, and writings and, and activities I do that really the, the the tax thing wasn't a philosophical thing. It was I'm looking at your rules and here's what they say. Yep. Um, and the thing at is, my the, trial. No, go ahead. The government tried to make it into a philosophical thing, even though the tax thing was never about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting desperate because near the end of the trial they realized, well, we haven't had any evidence that he actually committed a crime. So they went into complete demonization mode and said, he's an anarchist, which, yes, I am. But what is that exactly does that have to do with the charges or what I did? Well, nothing, but it's a scary word and people are scared of it and and they freak out. So he focused on that and then lied about what I had said and lied about what I believed and a few other things. Um, but that's, yeah, that, that actually pre-existed the whole tax adventure. Good, good to know. Mark had a question, and I want to get to these phone calls. I had a lot more I want to ask you, but I want to make sure we get to the, the calls. Mark, your question was, what would Larkin say to somebody who is, you know, this kind of typical American with their head stuck in the sand, cognitive dissonance firmly running through their mind uh, when when they come across some of these ideas that, hey, maybe this government doesn't follow their own rules. Maybe there really isn't freedom of speech. Uh, was that a, essentially a good recap of what you said, Mark? Yeah. Okay. Larkin, your answer? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that question. thought, ooh, I want to answer that, and then I forgot. Um, the long answer is, Kicking the Dragon, which at the moment is out of print because I'm too poor to reprint it. Basically, if you look at what happened to me, and it's not unique, it just happens to be a little encapsulated form all in one place, you realize that the whole charade of of due process and the system of justice and the court where you have your day in court to you know defend yourself against the government and the, this neutral referee – my story all by itself exposes that from beginning to end, that is a bunch of bunk. It is a total joke. It is, they're the mafia. They function like the mafia. They think like the mafia. They hire people who think like the mafia. The only difference is they put on a front that there's something legitimate and legal and uh, valid about all of it. Well, there's no Don um, in this particular mafia. The Don is the the majority of people who went out and voted and then put you know their their new Don in place. And the, sometimes the Dons change and sometimes they don't. Incumbents are very difficult to unseat. And and you know they're, they're, but their henchmen stay in place the whole time. It, it, it's 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 quite a sophisticated mob operation. It is. Well, that they it's the have. mafia that is so successful and so brilliantly that has so brilliantly pulled the wool over people's eyes that. They've actually gotten people to give them their children so the mafia can educate them into believing that they need the mafia. Right. We have free indoctrination camps. I mean, schools <laughs> for you to send your kids to. I want to go to the phones. Uh, let's talk to, I believe, Ladies First. Tracy is in Tallahassee listening to WFLA. Tracy, you're on with Larkin Rose. Hi. Hey, Tracy. First of all, I want to praise you, Larkin, for what you've done and the sacrifices you've made for the sake of liberty and the principles thereof. And oh, I thank just- you. When you said something about the Gestapo-like um, thing that happened to you, I was, just, was watching the History Channel this week, and I was just, like, scared about what I was watching. It was like, wow, this stuff is happening in America today. It was really scary. And, uh, Did you have a question for Larkin? I heard a lady say on the radio last week that her child brought home some materials from school that taught her how to be a good tax-paying government servant citizen, and I thought, wow, oh. it is happening. It certainly is. I just wanted to make that known so that other people can pay more attention to what their kids are doing in school. Thank you, Tracy, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Larkin, thoughts? Uh, It just brought to mind the fact that in Nazi Germany, 
most of the people were in denial about what was going on, and they didn't believe it when a few fringe wackos were saying, you wouldn't believe what this government is doing to people. Mm-hmm. And most people, no, no, they wouldn't do that. And, yep, we're seeing that here. It can't happen sure. here. This is America. Yeah. I'm sure they said it can't happen here. This is Germany. No, well, yeah. what, I would, yeah. what I would suggest to, uh, to people is to pay attention but, to people who are formerly of Germany and formerly of Soviet, uh, you know, the Soviet Republic, because when, when you talk to them, and we've talked to them on this show, they say things uh, that are just chilling. I mean, they say, wow, it's, it's all happening again. I thought I, I came here to escape this stuff, and here it is again. Well, they, they certainly have. Um, it's probably more accurate to use the Soviet analogy because no one, no one is being eradicated uh, due to race. Well, that the, didn't happen in the beginning in Nazi Germany either. Sure, I, I, I would be a little worried if I was, uh, you know, an illegal alien or a, um, a Muslim, a Muslim in this country. But you know, I'm just just keeping an eye out, right? And. Um, but, By the know, way, there are no such thing as illegal people, Mark. So please don't use that term. Well, it, I think that that's the term that's a term du jour. That's the one that's used. Yeah, I don't think you should use it. Well, I, thanks, Mom. I'll do what I want. No, you won't. Um, yeah, well, the um, and the other one, you know, as far as being a political dissident, it doesn't happen too often that people get locked up here in America for it that I see, but it it happens enough. Larkin, I'm going to bring you back here. Hang on. More with Larkin Rose in a moment. We'll uh, get your calls on the air if you make them at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, man, I want to talk to him about so much. We're going to have to have him back here at some point because there's just so much to talk about. His experiences in jail, we haven't touched on that yet. Uh, also, he's a free stater. We'll talk about that, too, coming up. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. If you've seen the Lakota Nation silver round from the Free Lakota Bank, you know it's one of the most beautiful pieces available today. And a really fun way of giving the Federal Reserve the middle finger. Free Talk Live listeners can get them for the absurdly low rate of $22.30. That's right, $22.30. Call 877-857-9938 or go to silver.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can at once. It's 877-857-9938, silver.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind. We will shift into a normal mode here coming up in hour two, but we're going to continue talking to Larkin Rose, so your calls for Larkin are given priority. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we give you all the features there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their websites. Ours is free. FreeTalkLive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. Get together with thousands. Right now there are hundreds here, but soon it'll be thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all converging into the same place, and that is New Hampshire. You can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. Uh, We made the move back in September of 2006, and it has been amazing, a wonderful experience uh, since we've been here. All kinds of new people are showing up on a weekly basis. Even during the colder months, people are still making the move here to New Hampshire, getting active for freedom. You've never... If you've been active in the liberty movement before, you don't know what it's like to be here in New Hampshire. There's nothing else like it 
anywhere. And Larkin Rose is with us uh, from LarkinRose.com. He is a tax freedom advocate and just an all-around freedom advocate. And great, uh, great to have you on the show here tonight, Larkin. I appreciate you sticking with us for the for the whole hour. We still have some people that want to talk to you. And we're going to get back to their calls. But real quick, since I'm talking about the Free State Project, I happen to know that you're a Free Stater yourself. And was wondering, how did you find the Free State Project, and when are you moving? I don't remember where I first heard of it. Um, But let me say this. The IRS wiped us out pretty bad, uh, made us mortgage our house again to give them lots of money we didn't owe them. The only thing I actually own outright is land in New Hampshire. (laughs) when I'll be moving there, I don't know. Um, sooner the better, and I may migrate back and forth from People's Republic of Pennsylvania to New Hampshire. But yeah, that's uh, when I heard about that, I thought, wow, what a cool idea. And uh, I actually think probably the best uh, advertisement for the Free State Project is Clinton followed by Bush followed by Obama. Because yep. <laughs> I can't think of a better set of reasons to run away from the rest of the country and go somewhere where there might actually be other people who like freedom. Well, I know that you've made a trip up here at least once or twice within the last few years, and so I imagine that during those trips you had an opportunity to meet up with some other free staters. Is that the case? Yep, yep. I've gone to uh, done a couple talks in, in different places and gone to a couple events that other people were having. And, uh, yeah, it's very interesting to have that many people in one place who like freedom. Um, you don't see that very often even in you know, Pennsylvania, the birthplace of liberty, apparently it died here or moved to New Hampshire or something. Well, one of your recent videos I was watching over at YouTube on the, I think it's, is it YouTube slash Larkin Rose? Yep. yep. Uh, the, uh, one of the videos that you have there, you were talking about what should be done in order to achieve liberty, and you were uh, encouraging people to not be so cowardly and to stand up and, and do some civil disobedience and non-cooperation. And I have to say that that's happening here uh, in spades in comparison to anywhere else. This, this stuff doesn't go on in the liberty movement in general. But here, just as an example, uh, within the last couple months, we had it, it went went on for two months straight where people were smoking cannabis in the uh, the center of town here in Keene, New Hampshire, and were relatively unmolested. The police came and they arrested a couple people the first weekend, uh, and the second person they arrested, the first time they arrested one guy, like 50 people walked over to the police station, and most of these guys are just regular keniacs not liberty activists uh, but i guess they are now uh, they walked over to the police station they sat down in a circle outside the back of the police station blocking the access road for the the police vehicles and smoked uh, smoked pot there while they were waiting for their friend to be released the next day they arrested the second guy and another 50 people walked over to the police station about 40 of them went inside and smoked out in the police station lobby and the cops didn't even touch them uh, after that after that happened i don't think the cops wanted anybody else smoking out in their lobby so so they never showed up after that until a month later when they had a public event and then they brought in like 20 cops and had a big crackdown. But besides that, uh, after that point again, they left us alone for another month. So it, it, it's just been an absolutely amazing experience so far. And, and stuff like that just can't happen anywhere else because you just don't have the numbers. Yeah, and you don't, you don't have the mentality. I mean, tomorrow I'm actually giving a talk that's focused around the fact that freedom is always illegal. And if, if somebody is of the mindset that, well, uh, I'm not going to do whatever I want until the politicians give me their written permission by way of law, well, you're a slave forever then. Yep. And But most people, that's a really scary – and for me, it was a really scary thought for years and years and years. Sounds scary. Until I gave up the authority myth. And then it's, well, of course you disobey a bogus law. Even the founders said that, and they weren't, they weren't all that radical. 
Well, Absolutely. they are compared to most people today. You know, it's um, uh, that's why I don't pay taxes. It, it, it is it's tough for people, but you know, the, when you take it to the extreme, it gets a little easier to see. Obviously, we celebrate today the uh, the Germans and you know people that were 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 brave enough to. Uh, you know, tell the Nazis to go stick it, and they hid Jews in their attics and things like that in Nazi Germany. That was against the law, people, and bad laws need to be broken by good people. Otherwise, you just won't have, you know, freedom dies. Larkin, I want to get some more of these callers in here. Krista is on the line in Missouri with a question for Larkin Rose. Krista, go ahead. Hi, Larkin. Um, Thank you guys for taking my call. Uh, My question is this. My husband and I have read the Iron Web. Larkin's been putting up with my emails for a couple days now. But I have a problem winning a debate with him, and that is with the free states, um, if the whole country decided to turn into a free state, what is to keep other countries from coming in? Good question. Thanks for the call, Krista. Uh, 300 million people with firearms? There you go. That's a good um, short there's answer. Actually, uh, there's a great quote. I forget that it was a Japanese admiral. He was asked, why didn't you ever in World War II consider invading mainland U.S., California? And he said, are you out of your mind? There'd be a gun behind every blade of grass. And yep. the founders knew this, and every military commander knows this. If you're fighting a standing army, a standing army works wonderfully. If you're fighting an armed populace, you're doomed, and it doesn't matter what huge machines you have. If you have 300 million people with 38 specials, you're still doomed. Let's talk to Dave in Ferndale listening in California to KGOE. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live with Larkin Rose. Hello. Hey, Dave. Hello. You're on the air with Larkin. Question for him? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, as I understand it, uh, what you said, uh, you basically invited the IRS to investigate you, and and then you were surprised when they investigated you, and then uh, surprised when a, 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 you were found guilty by a jury jury of your peers, which you dismissed as a bunch of dopes. And uh, I just wonder how you reconcile all that, and and how, who's taking care of your family when you're when you're in prison? Thanks and, for the call, uh, Dave. Appreciate it. Well, luckily, we have uh, enough supporters that they didn't starve to death or go homeless or anything. Um, Yes, I invited them to prosecute me. That's not the same as inviting them to do a surprise armed raid of my house. And it's funny because even in court documents, the government admitted uh, he didn't hide anything about his conduct. And I certainly didn't hide the video, and that's what they came for. So there's a difference between here's what I'm doing, and I'm going to be completely open about it, which is they admitted I was, and please barge into my house and steal all my stuff. There's kind of a difference there. And the surprise of the conviction um, was not that big a surprise. I knew it was a long shot, but I had some faith that a jury might do the right thing. And as it happens, there's a lot of people who didn't actually pay attention to the issue until I went to trial and read what happened and then started looking into it because they realized if the government had to cheat that bad, maybe there really is something to this. Let's talk to Chad in South Carolina listening to WSC. Chad, you're on with Larkin Rose. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I no really problem. appreciate it. What's on your mind, Chad? I have a couple simple questions. Hey. I, Brandenburg, my last name is Brandenburg of German. Um, I have a few things. I've been trying to wake Charleston up for about seven years, and I've got three questions I'd like to run across them real quick and see if you'd want to answer them or not answer them. But my first one will be, do you think the government actually understands that the Declaration of Independence was liberty for all, and that meant all people across the world, not just Americans? The second question. Would be, well, let's take them one. Let's take them one at a time. I, go ahead, Larkin. Um, I don't think the government at all cares what the Declaration of Independence was about. 
Um, I think the founders were a little bit hypocritical back and forth of what it was actually about. I think they mostly meant white guys. But, yes, the principle, of course, applies to everybody, regardless of invisible lines between countries. Next question, Chen. I actually believe that our government wants us to be educated about law so you can actually understand your, your civil rights that you have. My example would be that the police don't actually have a right to enter your house without that warrant, but they actually think they do. They actually think they can force their way in and discuss anything they want with you without that warrant. Yeah, neither. The, the tyrants don't want the general public or their own thugs having any idea what the rules are supposed to be. They want them to think like, they want the people to think like slaves and the, the law enforcers to think like uh, mercenaries. Hey, uh, Larkin, you know what? We're running out of time for this hour, and we, all, we have not yet run out of calls for you. Do you mind holding over through the news and staying for one more segment? Sure, I can do that. All right, great. I'm going to put you on hold. And, Chad, uh, thank you for the call tonight. We're going to, we've got to take some more calls here for Larkin. Uh, 800-259-9231. We've got one more segment with Larkin Rose. We're going to sneak your calls in here. Uh, he is a freedom advocate, also tax freedom advocate. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Spent time in federal prison because of his beliefs, and he still has them. In fact, he probably has them even more so now than he has in the past. Uh, more coming up here. Hour 2 is on the way. 800-259-9231+. Plus. We'll take your calls about anything coming up. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. And again, tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we have a special guest uh, we held over from the first hour simply because I uh, wanted to make sure we got everybody who was on the line uh, able to ask their question for Larkin Rose. We're all about customer service here at Free Talk Live. Darn right. Yeah, forget that on the other talk shows. Uh, right, so uh, LarkinRose.com is his website. He's a tax freedom advocate. He went to jail because of his beliefs and is now still a big-time freedom advocate just in general. Uh, LarkinRose.com, his site, lots of uh, books that you can order there. In fact, Larkin, uh, tell us what books are available right now. You said one of them's out of print, but what, what is it that people can order? Right, Kicking the Dragons Out of Print. The, there is uh, my first book, which is How to Be a Successful Tyrant, the Megalomaniac Man- Manifesto. And the recent one is my novel, The Iron Web, which has been getting lots of fun reviews throughout the uh, freedom movement. Cool, and both of them are available at LarkinRose.com? 
Yep, and that's L-A-R-K-E-N-R-O-S-E.com. And you've got two email lists. Are both of them still active these days? Um, actually, it's just turning into one because it's, it seems sort of pointless to send to both. So it's just the TMDS, um, which incidentally stands for the most dangerous superstition. What is the most dangerous superstition? Uh, the belief in authority. Can you explain that the a little further? That, the, the belief that anyone should ever... Uh, subjugate their own judgment of right and wrong in favor of blindly obeying somebody else who says they have the right to rule you. And those are some of the things you generally talk about, and it's very anti-political, which, as I said before, warms my heart. So you can go and get signed up for that at LarkinRose.com. Just click up on email lists. Uh, So, Larkin, I want to take another call here. We've got Dan on the line in New Hampshire. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live with Larkin Rose. Dan? Hi, Larkin. Hey. He met up at the uh, original uh, Burning Pork uh, Festival in uh, Grafton and had a a great little group talk with you and your family when you had traveled up there. Was it uh, 08, right, last year? Dan, we don't really have time for a family reunion here. Uh, Yeah, never mind. But what I wanted to tell you is that publicly I am offering my services as a – multi-talented uh, construction person to uh, to help you improve your property here in New Hampshire. Well, that would be cool when I ever had any money to do, to do that. Well, I, you know, the, the fact is is that I'm, I'm offering my labor for free, so all you have to do is buy materials, and, and they're typically about one-third of the typical labor cost, so it would uh, reduce your... Uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm sure that we can find other volunteers. The other, the other question I had for you was, uh, are, are you excited about reading David Champion's uh, new book coming out? Uh, I don't know how soon, but uh, shortly, I suppose. Do you, do you know about that? I haven't heard a lot about David it yet. Champion is writing a book. Hello? Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about it yet, but uh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll check it he out. Says it's it. the it's the end all and be all of of. Uh, you know, explanations of tax law, IRS. That's uh, what I'd say uh, if I was selling a book, too. Thank, thanks, Dan, <laughs> for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. You know, as far as the tax thing is concerned, I mentioned last hour that that I also uh, don't pay federal income tax, and I, I think you were one of my inspirations on that, uh, Larkin. Uh, but I come at it from the perspective of I don't want to read their laws, and I couldn't possibly if I tried because it's like a whole other language. And it I is a whole other language. Yeah. It's designed to be a whole it's other language. Legalese. They right. can redefine words as they see fit. So my perspective on that, and I'm just curious as to how you feel about this, is that – uh, I never signed the Constitution, and I never agreed to their rules, so therefore I don't feel I have any obligation to know their laws, read their laws, understand their laws, or follow them, which means I don't feel I have any obligation to pay them either. Right. Absolutely right. And a lot of people ask me, why did you get into the the whole legal side of things if you don't believe they have any right to do this anyway, basically, no matter how many words on paper they write, they don't have the uh, they don't have the moral right to forcibly take someone's property, at which I completely agree with. The only reason I got into the legal side was because the vast majority of people still worship politician scribbles mm-hmm. and they call them laws and they feel an obligation to obey them. So I thought, well, for all those people, I'd love to point out that the scribbles that they worship. They don't even say what they think they say. They don't even say you owe tons of money to these guys. Um, as it happens, most people don't want to hear that, who, who believe in the obligation to bow to politicians. 
But I absolutely agree that on a philosophical basis, you have no obligation whatsoever to ever read a word of their stupid legalese scribbles or ever send them a penny under duress and under coercion. It's not to say that they won't throw me in a jail cell or steal my house from me, but, you know, that's just what they do. Right, right. Right. It's like a... You know, or something. That's what's to be expected, but that doesn't mean it's right. Sorry, Larkin. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking. A lot, the guy in the last segment uh, said, "Well, didn't you guys know? Didn't you, Larkin? Didn't you know this was going to happen?" And it does seem, uh, you know, quite possible that the government could have come after you if you said you're not going to pay, um, pay the taxes that they say that you owe. Uh, but. I, there's the old, there's the, the quote, and I can't, don't know which founding father, but is all it takes for tyranny to, uh, to, to, to rule and for liberty to die is for good men to do nothing. Right, right. And the fact that my goal, and I said this beforehand and during the trial and afterwards, my goal was not even to win. It was to expose the government as a bunch of, of greedy, evil thugs, which I think I totally did. Yeah, it's not hard. It's not hard to. Out of prison. Yeah, all you have to do is just stand on, on principle and, and, you know, stay, stay firm, and they will expose themselves fairly effectively as, uh, as thugs. We've had people doing it frequently up here. As I mentioned, there's a lot of civil disobedience that goes on. People will go, you know, get a speeding ticket or whatever, and they'll go in and they'll basically tell the judge that, or the man in the robe, rather, uh, they'll tell the man in the robe that, uh, that you know, hey, I'm not going to pay this. I don't believe in uh, being your piggy bank. Uh, I don't appreciate being a extorted, and I'm not going to pay it. And in some cases, the man in the robe uh, will put someone in a jail cell. In other cases, he's just kind of uh, quietly made the decision to make things go away or give somebody a suspended sentence. So we've had some, a bit of variety of results up here, but many of them have made it pretty crystal clear uh, that the government is nothing more than just a gang of thugs uh, writ large. Right, right. And if, I mean, you could use the same thing with the, the schoolyard bully. Like, you should have known he'd beat you up if you stood up to him. Yeah, but it was still the right thing to do. Damn right. So what would, what would you say, I mean, on this theme, to a lot of the people that are out there listening, and one of them sitting across the studio from me, that are saying to themselves, you know, I really like the whole idea of not paying this federal gang. I mean, I don't really appreciate the fact that they take my money and go to war with it and kill people around the world, and I just don't like being stolen from, and I don't really like what they do. Uh, I really don't want to pay, but I'm scared, Larkin. I've, I've got a family and, uh, you know, a house and responsibilities. I can't just go to federal prison like you did. Right, and I have a family, too, and couldn't go to federal prison like I did. There's a balance there, and I don't. I try to never try to tell somebody where they should draw the line. But ultimately, yeah, I have a family, and in 20 years, they'll still be alive. And it's pretty likely that my daughter will turn to me and say, well, she won't because she knows the answer. What did you do to try to make it so I wouldn't have to live in this and for all those people who are now quietly doing nothing, not even saying anything, I mean, they don't even dare to talk about it, the day may come when their kids turn to them and say, what did you, look what you left me with. What did you do to try to fix this? No, oh, I hid in a corner. Well, I'm glad that I don't have to say I hid in a corner. I've always said that uh, recently on this program that you don't have to go 100% to the wall of civil disobedience or non-cooperation. Just say no a few times. Just try it. Just try saying no to the, to the government people, whether it's you know, getting a permit for something that uh, you, know, you need to add on to your house or something like that. Just try saying no. Dip your toes into the water of uh, civil disobedience. You, have to go, you don't have to go all the way all at the same time, do you? Right. And a, a couple hundred million little tiny no's really add up. Absolutely. I mean, little tiny ones can break an empire. 
if enough people just do a little bit. Which is why I think getting people together here in New Hampshire is the most critical step, because once you're around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, you're, you, can, you can bounce ideas off of one another, and that leads to, uh, to more people finding the courage that they need to take that first step and to say no, perhaps for the very first time. Larkin, it's been great having you on tonight. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. LarkinRose.com. People can go get on his email list uh, for free, of course, and there's uh, there's books, and it's uh, LarkinRose.com. Larkin, I'm sure we'll have you back at some point in the future, but hopefully it'll be when you move here to New Hampshire. We'll have you in the studio. <laughs> Sounds fun. Right, have a good night, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, more coming up here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Service restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. It's the Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free on the site, so enjoy those on us including the Free Talk Live chat room. You can go to chat.freetalklive.com and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. Best time, of course, is during the show, uh, but it's open all day all day and all night. Chat.freetalklive.com. Manchester Brewing was founded by an alien race of reptiles called the Slore, who lived beneath Stapleton Airport and secretly controlled the Illuminati. Manchesterbrewing.com, as we continue here taking your calls about anything. Bill's been waiting patiently. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live in Kentucky. Hey, guys. Hey, what's uh, on your mind tonight? Well, I hadn't ch- had a chance to listen to the show from last night, but I saw uh, on your front page something about hanging laundry, and I assumed it was what I had I plan on calling about tonight uh, with the uh, places trying to make it illegal to hang clothes on clotheslines. Um, but uh, that's one that's particularly uh, special to me, I guess you would say, um, and one of my personal reasons for coming to New Hampshire, planning Laund- to come on wait, wait, to laundry, <laughs> La- laundry regulations well, are uh, a reason. Um, um, you know, I'm I'm very much a uh, rural sort of guy. You know, my goal is the homestead, which is basically living off the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in a lot of places, that's becoming very uh, illegal to do because, you know, if it's not considered moderate by the powers that be, it's something that's going to be legislated or made uh, ill. You know, a lot of places you can't use uh, wood heat. You know, you have to hook up to the grid and have electric heat um, or you're breaking, you know, municipal codes or county codes. It just depends on where you are. Hmm. So, um, and it really connects back to what, um, you know, the whole premise of what was said uh, with your special guest there is that, if government wants to do something, they'll come after you. It doesn't matter if you are 50 miles away from civilization. It doesn't matter if you point out to them, you know, flaws in their own doctrine. It doesn't matter what the case is. If they want to do something because they have the guns, because they have the 
perceived legitimacy, then they will do it regardless. Yeah, they'll take your house. They'll do anything. Absolutely right. But in a lot of cases, they'll go ahead and um, kind of after the fact, like say, for example, uh, you know, with the case of uh, the hanging of the laundry or tax codes or whatever, if you've made them look stupid, oh, I'm pointing this out, this is wrong, this is flawed, well, they'll go back later so as to to make sure that they don't get embarrassed in that situation again and make that illegal for the future. So yeah. you know, it, you're screwed either way, and we lose either way. Absolutely. But uh, appreciate you having uh, uh, that gentleman on. And uh, Well, we appreciate you calling in tonight. here tonight and uh, look forward to having you come on up, uh, come on up here to New Hampshire because there are a lot of people like you that are in this movement that you know they, uh, they just kind of want to get away from the state, and New Hampshire is a good place to do that. It's the least... Probably the the least intrusive government of all the governments around the country, the most free place. But that's still still not saying a whole lot because there's a lot of work that uh, that needs to be done. So hopefully, once you get up here, you'll not just uh, go hang out in the woods. You'll come out uh, from time to time and uh, and get active with the rest of us. Indeed. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. Bill. Appreciate the call tonight at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Mark, you live out in the woods, and uh, life's pretty good out there, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, there's uh, you, you either pay their uh, taxes um, inside the town, or you pay the you pay to buy extra things to sort of live in the woods. But I, I like my privacy. I don't have to worry about neighbors bothering me or anything like that. And and I enjoy the the fact that I've got a bunch of trees between me and any eyes that might be looking at my place. All right, we continue here. Nick's in Kentucky also. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Nick. You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, I agree with Mark. I have uh, 10 acres myself, and I love living out in the uh, the woods. Yeah, it's nice when you can walk outside buck naked, right? That's Actually, I do all the time. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would, too. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to call real quick and just kind of lay a question out for the, the audience. I know that you're a... Uh, a fan of pirate radio. I am. And I and I there's a new movie that just came out. It's called Pirate Radio. Ah yes. And Is it know. out now? It just came out this week? Yeah, it came out Friday. It just Friday or yeah, yesterday. So I just kinda curious because I knew I'd send it out to you because I, I saw that it was a, a based on a true story and I thought it looked really like a cool movie and basically in the trailer it said, you know, that they defied the government and, you know, went out in a boat basically and and had a radio station to play this rock and roll. It is true. In fact, uh, Mark and I got to meet one of the guys that was actually on that boat. Uh, that was crazy. At an industry convention. And I thank you for the call tonight because you've got an ice cream in the background or something. Uh, uh, 800-259-9231. The movie's called Pirate Radio. That's what it's called here in the States. I haven't seen it yet. In fact, I looked at the, the theater listing and it's not showing around these parts. Uh, so I'll have to wait till it comes out on, on DVD or something like that. But it originally was released in theaters in the U.K., so it's actually a movie that was made in, I think, you know, the London area, basically. And that's appropriate because that's where the boat was. It was off of – it was in, in international waters off the coast of the U.K., off the coast, uh, I guess, near near London. Well, that would be the biggest market, and that's, yeah. you know – that's what would make something as expensive as an operation like that viable. And and technically, it wasn't pirate radio because, well, they weren't within the United uh, Kingdom's jurisdiction, right? So they were outside, safely in international waters, operating a transmitter that essentially blew a signal into the U.K. so they could have the, their listeners were in the U.K., but they themselves and their transmitter were all on the boat. That said, uh, clearly... 
the UK government wasn't too pleased with them. And I don't really know a lot of the details on the story. I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the dramatization of it to uh, to kind of get some idea of, of exactly what happened. But we we did actually meet somebody. It was one of the uh, the talk radio industry conventions that we were attending, and he just happened to be sitting at the I think the you know the lunch table that we were at. Yeah. Somehow that conversation came up. He brought it up. I I presume for whatever reason and. It was very interesting. I think he was looking for work at the time. Um, yeah. and, you know, in the radio industry, <laughs> you get you get t- kind of tired of packing and unpacking. And uh, you know, he was looking for work, and he was talking about playing records on the boat, which was kind of tricky because you know, it's not like a CD player. You have to be careful about where the needle is and things like that. And the boat's moving, and uh, yeah, it's got had to be a really interesting uh, situation out there. Yeah. So yeah, check that and out. all the girls on board the boat. Lots of women everywhere. Money just coming, rolling out of the cash register. No, no, no it wasn't. Probably not. No. Probably not. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, hopefully, maybe, maybe the movie will inspire people to uh, to start their own pirate radio stations. Now, remember, if you're going to start your own radio station, you need to be a good neighbor, meaning you don't want to start your uh, your radio station, or you could call it a community station if you want it, uh, if you want to. But you don't want to step on any of the existing signals. That would be rude and uncalled for, and will definitely get you reported to the feds. Uh, but if you find an open spot, if you you know you're living in Montana or someplace where there aren't very many radio stations on the air, it's not going to be hard to find an open spot on on the dial. You could you could start your own operation. Of course, you know there is the chance the federal government will come in and raid your operation. But in Florida, there's a state law against uh, broadcasting, and that's uh, relatively new. It's relative. Well, yeah, that's because they. <laughs> that's because they a lot the, of them the FCC is really crappy at enforcing their law against uh, uh, you know people broadcasting. So the the state uh, people in Florida did it. So there's there's an added uh, danger. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Coming up, what happens when you call the police to help? We'll explain. And if you don't know already, this is Free Talk Live. And you can bring up anything. 800-259-9231 is the live Saturday edition. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine, nutritious vitamins and minerals and a delicious chocolate taste for your picky eaters. Be sure to visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. With kids, food battles are more about control than about food. If you want to avoid a battle with your picky eater, give them a say in what they eat. At dinner, let them choose between broccoli or fruit salad. At the supermarket, give them three cereals to pick from. The more control they have, the less there is to argue about. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And SACL CAI's Jason Osborne has uh, made the trip up to New Hampshire, up, I guess, for a visit, maybe to look at some properties and stuff like that. He's one of the the prime movers behind the, the Liberty Movement. He's certainly the prime sponsor behind this show. And thank goodness for Jason Osborne, because without him, we wouldn't be where we are today. So. Yeah. He's uh, also checking on his operation there at Manchester Brewing. He's uh, one of the oh, partners. So that's right. I do like the Manchester Brewing. I've been. Uh, I'm, it, it may be turning me into an alcoholic. Well, I, <laughs> I think your definition of alcoholic is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty liberal. I, I mean, how many beers? I've have had, you had one in? beer every night. Now these are big beers. What is it? What is it? Like twenty-two ounces. Pint? What? Twenty-two ounces. Two ounces. Yeah. See, it's a big beer. I've had one every night this almost this whole past week. Gosh. 
That's they not alcoholism. Are fine beers. That's not that's not alcoholism. Uh, not yet. No. You have to be dependent on. It. I was looking at the definition of alcohol uh, alcoholism, and you, you have to be dependent on it. I, I'm pretty sure I can live without Manch Brew, but it is darn good. I, I think like the it. chances that you're a pothead are significantly higher. <laughs> Let's move on and talk to you about whatever you want. Uh, 800-259-9231. Let's go to John, listening in Tampa to WFLA. John, you're on Free Talk Live. John, you are on the air. John Hello. in Tampa, you're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I have a question. My question is, uh, it's always my dream to have a community radio, mm-hmm. and I want to know how I can go about it. Well, there are all kinds of resources uh, on the web, uh, specifically at the Free Talk Live BBS at bbs.freetalklive.com. There's actually a subforum there that's kind of dedicated to uh, to giving people, uh, you know, kind of the information that they need on the equipment and that sort of thing. Uh, but basically, you, you get the equipment, you set it up, and you find a empty frequency and you you turn it on. I mean, there's not much, you know, there's not much more to it. You may want to have a plan in advance for what you'll do if the uh, if the FCC decides to send you a letter, but you know, it'd be interesting to actually see what happens to somebody who understands the concepts of liberty running one of these radio stations uh, when the FCC comes comes a knocking. But as long as you're a good neighbor, as long as you aren't stepping over, you know, on top of other local radio stations, that's the big um, one there. And as long as you aren't interfering, if you you don't want to run cheap, crappy equipment because it may not have oh gosh, what's the filtering harmonics? It may not filter out harmonics. So if you're broadcasting at 100 megahertz, for instance, uh, there are harmonics at 200 and 400, and you know there are other. Essentially, it, it will repeat your broadcast on other frequencies unless you have filtering. So you want to make sure you get good equipment. That way, you're not accidentally broadcasting on frequencies you didn't think you were broadcasting on. Plus, you want to make sure that you're respecting your direct neighbors, not just your neighbors on the air, but uh, also your neighbors next door. You don't want to bla- be blasting out of their television set, for instance, because you're emitting uh, radio frequencies from from your home. So there are some technical things to uh, to be concerned with, but a good neighbor community station is much less likely to be targeted for uh, for a shutdown. Though, point of information, as Mark said. Uh, there is a is it state law, Mark, or is it just Miami down uh, down in Florida? I, I think believe it's a state, state law, law in in the state of Florida. I so, mean, you know, here on Free Talk Live, we are not attorneys and we do not give legal advice. No, However, we don't. It is my opinion that uh, my belief that there is a state law in the in Florida about uh, broadcasting. And I've got to say that if you run a community station and you are stepping on licensed broadcast stations and blowing out your t- neighbors' TV sets with uh, with RF interference, you that, deserve what you get. Right. I, as far as I'm concerned, I don't feel bad if they come after you. So. So I would start looking at bbs.freetalklive.com. There's, as I said, a subform. What is the there. website? BBS. Yep, bbs.freetalklive.com. That's our bulletin board system, and there's a forum in there dedicated to uh, community radio. I thank you for the call. I wish okay, you the best. BBS.freetalklive.com. Yep. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you, and good luck out there. 800-259-9231. If you ever need to get uh, recordings of this particular show, you did get something, um, you can always go to freetalklive.com. We have the last six shows in MP3 format, format on That's the website. Right. Right there and the page. last year's worth in BitTorrent. So, you know, we've got, we give it away. You get a lot of I know, I know you, I know you're not used to that with Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh. They want you to pay for these services. Yeah, they do. We give them away right there on the front of the page. So there you go. Free, uh, freetalklive.com, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, we continue with Greg listening in Georgia to WFLA-FM. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. It's Craig, not Greg. Craig, what's on your mind? 
Craig, C R A I G. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Four uh, years ago, and so, so you don't agree with taxes or what? I don't know your thing. With oh, the tax yeah, I don't. I don't agree with forcing people uh, to do things. So yeah, I don't agree with taxes. What about uh, roads? For you know, keeping the community going, infrastructure, that type of thing. Infrastructure, you mean like roads? Okay. Well, I think that anything that the government provides can be provided in the marketplace on a consensual basis, and you don't have to threaten to take people's homes away from them to build a road, do you? Oh, no, man. But I can't put it to you like this. Uh, you know, you know, first of all, I think the left wing is totally against any kind, of, any kind of free market or free enterprise system. They want government to be the answer. Would you agree with that? I think, that, I, I think that the um, that the right wing has shown um, in in their when they got in power from 2000 to 2006 that they're really no better in that arena. Well, that's the thing about it. Maybe we should uh, consider more about the people than the party. Um, but anyway, I'm, I agree. I'm just wondering, you know, I wonder what you think about this uh, deal. You know, we're kind of moving toward international uh, socialism and. Uh, how do you feel about that? I think socialism is awful, but, I mean, we already have it here in this country. Um, so, I mean, I don't want anybody to be living disillusioned. Uh, this is a, this is essentially a, a socialist country. Uh, I realize they don't want to believe that, but if effectively, like, seven or eight of the ten communist planks in the Communist Manifesto have been fairly successfully implemented here in the United States. Um, so I'm completely against... implemented since we've started... Since we've started? Since, since the Constitution. Since the Constitution, yeah. Uh, the socialists have basically um, you know, done a fantastic job of taking over the United States, and it's going to get more socialist over time. That's you know, just the way things go with government. They, they like to control things and take your money and then spend them on their politically connected buddies. And uh, you know, until people are ready to stop obeying and stop bowing down on, and begging uh, for more freedom, they're never going to get it. So you think uh, that... Wanting a government to protect our basic rights that are in the preamble is wrong? I think that you've been fooled. I think that to believe that the government could protect any, any rights in any way is to not understand what government is. And government is force. So in order to supposedly protect rights, and I understand that's what they wrote down. They wrote down, you know, real nice flowery language about how government was formed to protect the uh, life, liberty, and the, you know... The the public welfare. They really got us with that one. Uh, but, well, do you agree with the document or not? Well, hold on. You're getting ahead of, your, you're getting ahead of yourself. So okay. You can ask me that one in a moment, but just to explain, uh, government okay. cannot protect your rights because it has to violate them first. So in order for government to supposedly provide you with these services or the protection that you're looking for, they have to steal your money. They have to come and they have to violate your right to, uh, to be a free individual and confiscate your wealth from you in order to turn around and say, see, we're here protecting you. They didn't protect you. They stole from you. Well... Okay. What about uh? Okay. What about armies? And who's going to do that? And uh, who's going to be the uh, capitalist president of the uh, industrial machine that keeps our country going and rolling? Well, I I don't you know, know what a capitalist president of an industrial machine is, but as far as your question about the army well, is you concerned, you, well, there's not there's no necessary for government. It's not necessary. I think that just, I think that know? human beings should work together with one another on a voluntary basis and interact based on consent. So if you want to call if you want to if you want to call a consent based organization a government, that's fine. I've never heard of anything like that. Um, Look, I'm just trying to figure you, yeah. what you said about you sure. know well you, you believe in that free enterprise should be handed over 100 percent to the people. 
and we should run our lives that way without any government. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No well, coercive government. Thank you. That that would be ideal, and the but people are not, you know, people aren't like that. They're they're not like that. People aren't like what? And some of them choose to be ruled. I'm not one of them. But, well, that's you know, that's great. I think that. Well, hold on. I don't want to force somebody to be free. If 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 the people that like to be ruled want to keep being ruled, I think they should. And I want to answer your question about the army. In fact, I'll bring you back here in a moment because you, you got a lot of questions, and they're good questions. Bring you back if you uh, don't mind. Hanging on. 800-259-9231. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll free. What about the army? Hmm? 800-259-9231. In fact, what did the founding fathers think of the army? Hmm, do you know? Some of them, at least. We'll explain here in a moment so you can take control. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Listen up for something free from Ruger. From now until the end of the year, buy any new Ruger bolt-action rifle and receive a free Ruger-branded Carhartt jacket, both made in America. For more information, go to Ruger.com slash Carhartt. That's Ruger.com slash C-A-R-H-A-R-T-T. Ruger rifles are known for their rugged reliability, handsome style, unique design features, and represent the best value in rifles. Go to Ruger.com and check out a Ruger rifle today. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the show. You can bring up anything. You dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us and freetalklive.com. But if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we need you to vote for us in the podcast awards. It's something that happens once a year, and we have one. The best political podcasts, which, eh, even though I don't consider myself political or the show to be political, nonetheless, that's the category that's we won. That's our won. category. And uh, we've won it four years in a row. This is our fifth opportunity, our fifth chance to win. But we are up against some serious competition this time around. Uh, so we need you to go to podcastawards.com, scroll down the page till you find the political category. It's on the right, I think, third category from the bottom. Select Free Talk Live, scroll down a little further, fill out some basic info, name and email address, and submit your uh, your ballot. And then you'll likely be email verified by their system just to make sure you're not a robot or something like that. And it makes a big difference for us because when we win, with your help, we can win this. Uh, when we win this, we'll be the only podcast in the world to have won podcast awards all five years in a row. And that's a pretty cool claim that we will be able to make with your help. So please go to podcastawards.com. In fact, we'll give you a little incentive to do it. Normally on Saturday nights, we give away a pair of the uh, the Tota Sack. We're not going to do that on the air tonight because, Mark, you have been uh, reserving them to give away online to people that help us out with the voting, right? Yeah. How can people get uh, in the loop with how to win these things? Basically, just go to facebook.freetalklive.com. Join the uh, Facebook group there if you're a member of Facebook. Um, you know, obviously you'd have to get an account otherwise, but uh, you'll get an email. You know, I, I'm emailing the group. So, so you're emailing the Facebook group at facebook.freetalklive.com. That's correct. If you join up there, that'll give you opportunity. You can not only win some Toto Sacks, but you're giving away some sci-fi books. You're still going to do that? Yep. The okay. Torch of Liberty. It's uh, by Bain, uh, Bain Publishers, and uh, the gentleman's uh, the last name is Weber. And I've read one of his previous books. I haven't read this one. It has yet to be. I think it just got 
they they just released it Tuesday, so I haven't even gotten it yet. So please go to podcastawards.com and vote for Free Talk Live in the political category. And if you want to win some prizes, uh, you can go to facebook.freetalklive.com and join the group there, and Mark will send you emails. Uh, by the way, speaking of the TOTASAC, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com, you can go there and place your own uh, order and get some of these things. They're great. I love them. It really helps bringing the grocery bags back in. You'll bring them all in in one trip. That's what I I can do it, uh, and I'm not really you know built or anything like that. These are wonderful little handles made of 100% recycled materials that allow you to significantly increase the amount that you can carry. Uh, as far as the amount of bags, because normally you just have to kind of strap them across your hands, and it gets really annoying. And the you know the the plastic bag straps dig into your hands as you're walking in. And man, these tote sacks make it so much easier. I love them. Totasack.com. T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. Get your family pack today. As we continue with Craig, I think he's still on the line with us in Georgia, listening to WFLA. Now, Craig, you were asking a bunch of good questions, and I wanted to make sure we had a chance to uh, to to answer them appropriately here for you. And by the way, Mark has been kind of silent during uh, during all of this. Right, I'd like to chime his in here. His viewpoint differs a bit from mine. Is, 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 oh, okay. Right, there's two, there's two well, people. You know, on... My thing is the Constitution, you know, so I've kind of been setting you up for that. Right, um, and I, you know, I, my my partner and I differ on on our uh, belief philosophies uh, a little bit. I mean, we both believe in that freedom is a very important issue. However, sort of getting there um, is it, it's a little little different. And you had mentioned before we went to the break, what about the military? And this this is one of my key issues because I feel that the military, that our founding fathers who wrote the the document that you're you're holding up as a, as um, as as though it might be something religious even, um, said that we shouldn't have a standing army. Um, now, Alexander Hamilton. Well, no, I can actually you know two years is what they were originally designed for. Right. Well, three, right. two years of expenditure for money from the government. Right. And actually. I what I um, Craig, you know, if you think about the last six decades of wars. There's not a single one of them that I, I'm sorry to say that really that fought to protect America from anything. I mean, they were certainly they they had uh, the, the politicians had their greater plans and they sold it to the people and some oh, of them sounded good. About Korea on. I'm talking about uh, yeah Korea on. Korea yeah yeah they were they were police actions and they were in a quandary. The hell if they did and the hell if they didn't. They were stuck and either way there was no way out. Well, the best well, no. way, the best way out was never to go get go in. Right? Had they not um, violated their precious constitution and gone in in the first place then there wouldn't they wouldn't have been stuck in uh, in any situation but to answer your question you know, about nothing, what nothing nothing is perfect nothing works perfect but you have to agree that this was set up now we know that um it was provided to the liberty and justice it was designed to protect and establish but it hasn't done that well, 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 you, no, right. but, well listen no statesman asserted that these organs of government were uh, infallible Craig, um, I mean, you know one of the one of the things that uh, you know I come from this sort of conservative Republican background, so I I speak the language really well. But one of the so things you, you know where I'm coming from. Then I, I got where you're coming from. I hear the language, man. Um, Me too, <laughs> I man. I used to be a constitutional guy. But I, I want to point something out to you. There's the Heritage Foundation. It's up there at the, the you know uh, the, the Hillsdale College, and it's yeah. you know this is this is the one, man. This is this is the center of conservative thought. They rank every single year the um, on the, the the ratings of economic freedom they rank all the countries the United States came out I think sixth this year they've come out as low as 13th as I recall so even if it's, it's a heck of a lot easier to count economic freedom than it is to social freedoms I mean it's hard to, to, to quantify that so if we just use that scale New Zealand came out one ahead 
I think uh, Canada was one below. Great Britain was three below. New Zealand has no constitution. Right. And, and so you're talking about governments that I consider to be socialist governments that are considered to be more free or as free as the United States. Sweden and France were relatively close. There was a significant, there was a significant dis- difference in a, in a statistical sense, but there wasn't a significant difference in the, uh, for Canada, Great Britain, and New Zealand. And so and nobody would, can touch Hong Kong. I would say that the founding fathers, in the creation of their constitution, which essentially limited the, was intended to limit the the government and people, you know, constitutional types would say, at the very least, the constitution has slowed the socialists down. I'd say no, it hasn't, because. In, in allowing for the military, the United States just dumps all of its tax money into the military. Instead of socialism, we've got national socialism. We have a gigantic military apparatus that keeps the rest of the world's shipping lanes clear, that keeps the rest... I mean, we have military in three, uh, excuse me, 130-plus uh, nations on 700 military bases. Why am I paying to keep the people of Qatar free? I mean, there's just no reason for it. Craig, any other thoughts? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know what to say about that, except for I think that's why we uh, vote. Um, right now, in my strong opinion, you have a uh, um, leadership that will lead you toward uh, the um, scaling down, if you will. On that who would that be, note. Craig? Who would that be? Huh? Who, who would lead toward scaling down? Well, it might not be a choice. I don't. I really don't know because who knows what's going to happen. No, there really you know, isn't a choice because the Republicans the and Democrats are just two sides. We got of the, the Al Gore's on one side and the Harry Reid's on on right. On the other, I mean, they're all the same. I mean, liberals, conservatives, Democrats, Republicans are just two sides. And thank you, Craig, for the call tonight. They're just two Thanks, sides Craig. of the same big government statist coin. And you know what? If voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal. It was Lysander Spooner that said, speaking of the Constitution, that it has either authorized all of the tyranny, and he was talking about this in 1890, by the way. Uh, and Grover Cleveland. <laughs> right. He, he was pointing out, and he's absolutely right, that the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution, has either authorized all of the depredations of the state that we've seen or has been completely powerless to, pre- to prevent it. You know, what else I, do you say? I, I, at one point, I would have said the solution to our problem is to just get the Republicans in there. But we had that in, on a national scale in 2000 to 2006. Had total they had total control. Now I think Amer- it's really great that America gets the opportunity uh, to see what total gov- uh, Republican control and then total Democrat control looks like. And I say... And you know what? You can you can put me on the firing line for it. I say that the only solution at this point is for all 50 states to tell the federal government to go take a flying leap off of a long pier. Because Secession. I'm I'm for, I'm for independence. Declaring I don't think that necessarily um, the you know states need to actually secede from the union. They just need to tell the federal government. You know We've what? Had it. I've had it. Um, and unfortunately, that's not really a solution. But I wait, wish wait, that there wait, wait. was a solution. What, what about the army, Mark? If all the states just go and declare independence, what about the military? Who's, Who's going to attack us? us? Canada? I mean, is is China going to march the largest military in the world up the, through Russia, across the Bering Straits, down through Canada, and descend upon us? To do that, I mean, yeah, there's not enough boats to bring the largest military in the world to the United goes, States. I mean, it's just it's absolutely ludicrous. Is Mexico going to attack? It goes back to what Larkin Rose said earlier about uh, the Japanese general when he was asked why he didn't uh, invade the mainland of the United States back in World War II times was because there'd be a rifle behind every blade of grass. I right. mean, it, it's Our suicide. Founding- 
Our founding fathers believed in a militia. If, you know what? If we get attacked in this country, you can call on me. I'm a Quaker. I won't pick up a, a weapon. I don't believe in them. But you can call on me if they attack America, and, and then, you know, things will be entirely different. But, no, with a standing military, all it is is a, a paid hit squad for the the politicians in D.C. They said it was greatest, uh, one of the greatest threats to liberty, right? That's what they said. That and a central fathers. bank, and we have both. Yeah. Hour three is coming up. You can bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time you and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a Front Sight defensive handgun course plus 30-state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar. And get your free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T.com. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free handgun. Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition wherein you can take control of the airwaves. And you can do it all week long, too. We do this show six nights a week. Uh, and if you don't get the weekday program, head on over to freetalklive.com. You can download it there. And if you're only listening to this uh, on the radio on Saturday nights, you can also call your local talk station. Tell them thanks, first of all, for airing the Saturday show. And then ask them real nice like for the, the weekday show. Uh, so, again, our website, freetalklive.com. Our phone number, 800-259-9231. We will take your calls about anything. We go to Vermont's WKVT. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Tom, in Vermont? Did we lose Tom? Tom going on? I, I don't know. I there just heard a crash. There you go. That's what it always sounds like when Kapow. somebody uh, gets picked up on the radio. I don't know why they do that. I don't know what the, the phone hybrids, the technology is, why they have to go before you get on the air, but that's just how it is. That's, it, that's the, the signal. NSA. I don't think so. It's the, that's the signal just letting you know you're on the air. Go ahead, Tom. Well, over here in Brattleboro, we used to have a pirate station. For many, many years, you might have even been able to get it up in Keene. I heard about it. When did they go off the air? Uh, I, it was, I've been here about five years, and it was just about then they got raided. D- didn't they try to go legal? And the, they the, are legal. They are legal now. They were not legal. They, they ran for a long, long time under the radar. Nobody really seemed to bother them, and all of a sudden uh, the feds came down like gangbusters. I don't know the real story, but uh, the guy who runs the uh, the hemp store here called Save the Corporations from Themselves, Yeah, he was involved in it. He could tell you everything about it, I'm sure. As far as I know, they confiscated equipment and, uh, you know, and generally acted like Gestapo yeah. and closed it down. But the community rallied mm-hmm. and decided to go about it the legal way, and now it operates as WVEW. It's a low-power AM station, FM station, sorry. And you can only get it in a limited area because it's low-power, but it's a good station. It's, it's truly community radio. 
You know, I think uh, it's an interesting story that, you know, they were operating for so long and they built up so much uh, appreciation amongst the members of the community there that once the FCC came and swooped in, that people stood beside them and they said, hey, we actually like this station. <laughs> what are you thugs doing here? Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Mark, you and I were over there at uh, WKVT, just kind of because it's in the area. We live in Keene, New Hampshire, and it's just right across yeah. the right across the river. Uh, so we went over there to meet the uh, the station manager and uh, Peter Case, and he was telling us that didn't he tell us that they actually offered the pirates uh, their equipment? Like yeah, the, but the, they wouldn't take the equipment because it's Saga, by Saga is a multi-state corporation. It's it's they're terrible. Right. So I thought I thought it was very interesting that the that the existing radio corporation in the area was actually offering to help out the competition. It was very cool. Well, KVT is a pretty uh, benevolent corporation, community-minded. We like them. They added Free Talk Live, so obviously yeah, that's the all right it takes thing. for us to like them. Hey, Tom, thanks uh, for the I call. Might, I oh, might add this because yeah. it's pertinent. Tomorrow night at five o'clock. In the River Garden at Main Street. No, it's not pertinent. <laughs> it's not pertinent to anybody else in the rest of the country. But <laughs> I don't think for... we'll be drawing people in from Tampa. Yeah, thank <laughs> you, Tom, for the call. You guys, because well, it's a you can email us about uh, it if you want. You can email bucks. us. Thank you, Tom. We got to let you go. We can't really spend airtime promoting uh, local events. It just doesn't make sense to people halfway across the country. All right, we can. I hear Winchester's got its pickle festival uh, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Let's talk to Mike, <laughs> listening in Watertown to WTNY. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hi, hello, fellas. Uh, greetings from Watertown, New York. I just What's... want to let your listeners in on uh, some of the uh, shortwave uh, pirate gear or even FM radio broadcast gear. Um, the FM gear could be had on uh, one of the major auction sites. They sell the, the transmitters, the amplifiers, and the external antennas. Um, you could get the old enchilada for under $100, actually, to get on the air. I'd be a little uh, concerned about paying that uh, that little amount of money for equipment because I'd be concerned it doesn't have the right kind of filtering. Um, but, right. But that but if said... You get, if you get a chance, look into that. And also, for those that are into a shortwave uh, broadcast, one of the main frequencies is 6925 kilohertz. Six nine two five. Now, who actually? Now, this is interesting because I've actually, when back when I was, uh, you know, before I was in the actual radio business, I, I was kind of obsessed with pirate radio, and I had a shortwave radio, but and and I had actually tuned in around the six six nine. Uh, for me, it was six nine five five, and I found a pirate there. So there's certain there's a certain little spectrum of the shortwave band where the pirates are known to operate. So if you listen there long enough, you will like yes, likely well, uh, find one of them. But who Initially, really has all... shortwaves these days? I mean, so what's the... what's are you, are you imitating? That's my, that's my shortwave sound. It's just such an awful thing to listen to. Right? Who who has a shortwave radio these days? To where? Why would he, why would you think it'd even be worthwhile to to broadcast on a on a shortwave frequency? Oh, you'd be surprised. Any any amateur, any ham radio can either do it out of the box or a simple clip of the dial, and you're on sixty nine twenty five. A tabletop receiver from Radio Shack. Or Sony, anything that ha- that gets upper sideband, it either has to get upper sideband or have what they call a beat frequency oscillator, a BFO, that allows you to tune into sideband. But it used to be sixty nine fifty five, it is now sixty nine twenty five. They even have websites, frn.com, freeradionetwork.com. There's a whole underground out there worldwide on a 6925, especially the, on the holidays. That's the sell, right? Is that it's worldwide? Is that you can you if you were going to do something on shortwave, that it could be picked up literally around the world? Is that kind of the uh, the selling point? Because it doesn't seem like there would be that many ears listening in any local area to uh, to shortwave. 
Um, if you go to frn.com, they'll list the stations that they do here. Now, I do hear stations out of Europe quite frequently, and I hear stations out of the Wyoming area that are pounding the East Coast here. So there's a lot of big stations on 6925. What kind of stuff there. do you hear? Is it mostly music shows or what? Um, there are comedy shows. There are rebroadcasts from, like, Johnny Carson. There's uh, rock. There's heavy metal. There's... Uh, um, old Dr. Demento shows. It's pretty much whatever the, the announcer slash DJ decides, what type of program he decides to put together. Now, it's been a while since I've looked at the shortwave pirate radio scene, but uh, how often do the shortwave pirates get raided? Um, they're raided uh, pretty much uh, either annually or, or biannually there, and uh, actually weekly, according to some of their websites. Um, there are a few big guns out there that are always within the top five. But uh, it's a pretty neat hobby, and you don't need a bunch of gear to get into it there. It's you know, I actually have in the studio, and Mark, I think you've seen this, I've got a bumper sticker that I got from the station that I picked up back when I was listening on sh- on shortwave, because I'm just a total radio geek, which is why I had a shortwave radio. But uh, but back when I was listening on shortwave, and I, I, he- I heard a station called Whack Radio, and the guy was actually giving out a toll-free number. So uh, you could call. Which, which well, was they, they of... have toll-free numbers. They have mail drops. They have... Uh, yeah, I was amazed by it. That that you would you know that somebody would give out some sort of identifying uh, number like that, but I called the number and he sent me a, a free bumper sticker, which was way cool. Oh, if you go to their website, they'll announce their website or their email address. You go there and, and fill in a confirmation. They'll send you a copy of the recording of the tape. Wow, that's crazy, so, Mike. They didn't have websites you. back when I was listening. What, um. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's a pretty neat hobby. Sixty-nine twenty-five Upper Sideband is the is the big one. Mike, who um, you say that these pirates are getting raided, uh, you know, often at least annually and sometimes weekly. How come the I, I assume the FCC is the one who's raiding them? Who first off, who's listening? Why do they? care why are they raiding them why are why do the um the pirates that are on the regular am fm band why do they go on for years and years without getting getting raided i don't understand um shortwave the shortwave pirates are a whole different breed uh, the fm um pirates they're more like uh, you guys mentioned earlier community broadcasters or community minded not so much uh you know worldwide or, or, or dependent on dx signals there um, the people that do rate the shortwave pirates are, the short, are some of the pirates themselves. Or oh, you're saying the, uh, rate, rate, rate. We, okay, we, I our, asked you about raids, uh, police oh, raids. Oh, no, rate. R A T E. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Does anybody get raided in the shortwave world? Because it's like, who would care, right? If they're on six nine five five, they're not even co- close to possibly being able to uh, to interfere with somebody. Well, when the FCC gets bored, they do raid them. They raided a crystal ship off the coast of uh, Florida not too many years ago. And there's a bust here and there. Radio Free Berkeley gets shut down all the time. They turn around and fire back up. So there's there are busts, but uh, there's just simply too many of them out there to, to shut down. As soon as one gets shut down, two more pop up. And so what was the, the website that you were plugging? FRN.com, which stands for Free Radio Network, or you can search for ACE, which is the Association of Clandestine Enthusiasts. <laughs> Thanks, Mike, for the call. Appreciate the info tonight. Certainly enthusiasts. And 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live's Live Saturday Edition. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. 
Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. The live Saturday edition tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features for free, and those features include... The archives, the bulletin board system, the Shrine of Female listeners, uh, we give it all away at freetalklive.com. If you're going to own a handgun, it's really important that you know how to use it, and your family knows how to use it. Uh, the Millionaire Patriot wants you to be uh, to have to get these five days of firearms training that he has waiting for you, and it's all for pennies on the dollar. If you act fast, he'll even give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun today. Uh, it's this, these, this training exceeds the levels of law enforcement and military standards and without all the boot camp mentality. It's FrontSight.com. As we continue here, taking your phone calls about whatever you want, it's Steve listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hey, Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing, guys? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I was calling about when you were talking about the Constitution. Yes, sir. Um... I do believe in the Constitution. It, it doesn't really sound like you guys do. I'm not too sure. Um, well, when you say you believe in it, I've been listening to y'all for a while. When, um, when you, but, well, before you go on, when you say you believe in the Constitution, yeah, it sounds what, like the Bible. What does that mean? I, I well, I believe in the in the basic foundation of the Constitution. I believe in what it 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 stands for. I believe in what it means. Um, you mean like you believe in freedom and liberty and those ideas? Right. I believe I in those things, like too. A lot of people like to put it out now as a living, breathing document. Um, it's what it is. It's a document. Well, now, wait right. a minute. Documents don't live in... Breathing. It's, um... Look, I agree with you there. I, I definitely agree with you. And I used to be one of those constitutional guys, right? I, see, well, that, the problem that's... is that, that it, it seems to me is, is people pervert it. Um, right, but that's but that's the problem, man. Through. That's that's the issue, though. The Constitution that you love so dearly, and I, man, I understand, was is in fact a, a document that supports itself with uh, basically those nine guys in uh, dresses, those nine people in dresses. I guess there's some women involved there um, in the Supreme Court. What you think that Constitution says, although it's written in plain English and anybody can understand that the right to keep right. and bear arms shall exactly. not be that's, infringed. That's my point right there. Is but I the document like says that, dude. I'm not a. Um, how do I say it? I'm not. I'm not one of these conformist Christians who. You know, we're trying to find the right sect or whatever. Um, I believe in the Bible wholeheartedly. I believe in the words in the Bible, much like the Constitution. I believe in the words of the Constitution. I don't believe in what these people's um, ideologies are, whatever the current fad is, whatever uh, people think we want. Um, I believe it's what it is. It was put into place. You know, one, the, the freedom of speech was the first thing they put in. Second thing they put in, was your right to protect yourself, um, but, but not just the right to protect yourself. The, the but point the right that I'm, to Steve, protect, the point uh, that I'm trying to make here that you're missing. Steve, you we we know, anything. man. We've got I, the Bill of I, Rights right here. In right, the studio. I, I can read it out loud for you. I understand it backwards and forwards. However, the point I'm trying to make to you is what I think about the Constitution and what you think about the Constitution don't matter a cup full of spit. Because the document itself says that the only people that get to interpret it are the, 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 the judges of the Supreme Court. What you think it says doesn't matter because the document itself says it doesn't matter. The document is, I mean, it, it's entirely flawed, man. But that was put in 
But after the Constitution was created, years after. What was no, it wasn't. The Supreme Court? The Supreme Court is new? No, it's not. No, I'm not saying that. It's it's much like um, when they put in the clause that uh, for Congress to print coinage and uh, control commerce. Well, now they're utilizing that to put things in like the health care, saying it is constitutional because it helps commerce. But it doesn't. They're perverting words that were put in there. Steve, what are you going to do about it? Um, well, I'm not moving to New Hampshire. I'm sorry. Yep. It's too cold up there. See, I'm but sorry. The guys, in Valley Forge, the guys who uh, died I'm, at Valley I'm, Forge, Steve? I'm consistently, consistently <sighs> talking to people. Um, like uh, a buddy of mine, we were discussing it, and I turned him on to the Cloward Piven uh, theory. Uh, I don't know what that is. But, that. So, so you're talking to people, and what do you expect that will lead to? Um, hopefully to open their mind more. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then what? A lot of people who supported uh, certain people, um, whether it was mm. past That's election, vague. McCain or Obama. So, uh, so these, neither one of these guys are the right guys for us. Okay, I'll agree with you there, but uh, I don't think any of them. convince people it's okay to throw away your vote. Because I think most people want to throw away their vote. They're too afraid to throw away their vote. So you and wanna... I don't mean throw away your vote in a bad way. I mean throw away your vote in a positive way. Um, so like voting for a third party? Who I think doesn't have a personal agenda, only has America's interest at heart. <laughs> Steve, you're never going to get it. You're never, that's what, ever, that's so, ever going to get it. That's so sad. It's, it's, it's actually caused not, not a physical depression, but it has caused a, a depression just to where it makes me think that, I mean, it's almost to the point to where I just want to, you know, <laughs> Steve, go find my own hole. You know? I was this. I felt the very, very same way when I lived in Sarasota, Florida. When I moved up here to New Hampshire for the Free State Project, where it's too cold, and I understand, dude. I was born in Sarasota, Florida. Me well, too. My wife's from up there, so it's uh, <laughs> they know exactly where y'all are at. I don't so. feel that way at all. I'm surrounded by people who believe in liberty. New Hampshire is the freest state of the union. There's no income tax, just like Florida. There's there's no sales ah, tax. but you have high property tax. So it all equates the same. Well, the, lower, the burden is the lowest tax burden in the it's whole It's the country. lowest tax burden in the nation per, per taxpayer. Sorry, dude. Uh, hey, look, Steve, I, I one more thing for you. Taxes as far as one, one more thing for you, Steve. That's Steve, all right. Steve, <laughs> we know you like it where you are. Right, so it's, just stay it's there. fine to stay in nice warm no, Florida. Right, so but like I said, dude, Texas, you're so. never going to get nothing when it comes to liberty. Be depressed. Right. Have fun, man. Hey, Steve, one more thing for you. The, the Constitution, yes, I understand that you believe that it's all about liberty and all that. But really, if you start looking uh, at the Constitution, you can find all kinds of manner of uh, contradictions. I mean, if, they, if it was about liberty, why did they create a government? I mean, the government violates liberty in the first place. Uh, in order to exist. Plus, they even acknowledge slavery. They call black people three-fifths of a man in uh, in the Constitution. So, I mean, the Constitution is not a perfect document. And in, as Lysander Spooner said, it's either authorized the current... Well, at, the, at or... the time, though, um, you know, slavery is a real touchy subject, especially, you know, talking with my wife and then myself being from the South and getting my perverted history from the South. And then, you know, he who wins the war gets to dictate history. And I have my own perverted history of what's happened. I mean, my wife has uncovered a lot of things and showed me a lot of things uh, that I didn't know, but she showed me actual newspaper articles. Um, I mean, the reason why they counted three-fifths, it was really unfair to count a southern population as full when those citizens were not actual citizens. What? Uh, they were slaves. Dude, the Constitution of uh, the United States, not, you know, it didn't say bad. it. Thank you, Steve, for the call. appreciate it.
The Constitution of the United States, although it didn't say it, did not prohibit the owning of other people. Yes, I understand why they counted uh, you know, slaves as uh, three fifths of the people, as far as uh, three fifths of a person, as as far as voting goes. But I mean, they couldn't vote anyway. But the, the Constitution existed for nearly a hundred years while people owned other individuals here in the United States. This shows how people uh, understood freedom at the time, and I don't find that acceptable. Yeah. It was compromised right from the very beginning. You had people like Alexander Hamilton in there advocating for a powerful central state, and they got a lot of what they wanted, the general welfare clause and all kinds of other things that are just a Pandora's box for expansion of the state. It's, it, it, it's a fine document, but please don't call it, hold it up with religious value, because it doesn't deserve it. And plus, you're never going to get it back anyway, because yeah. the federal government's going to crash and burn before you ever have a chance to do that. More coming up here. You can take control. Bring up whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live. It can't happen soon enough. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have our live streams, a broadband version of the show, dial-up version, webcam, even Free Talk Live listen lines. You can get details on how to dial long distance from any phone and listen to Free Talk Live anytime, 24 hours a day. Uh, it's all there at listen.freetalklive.com, and it's free. That's listen.freetalklive.com. How'd you like to get a non-lethal weapon into the hands of your loved ones with the stopping power that rivals that of a handgun? I don't know about you, but my wife's a little reticent when it comes to the area of handguns. I've made a little progress with her, but I don't really trust her to carry one with her. Um, and at my house specifically, we can't have one, but we can have this. It's the Tiger Light. It's an incredibly bright flashlight with an integrated pepper spray it's a high it's high level of utility comes from the fact that it is out and in your hand already because um, it's a flashlight unlike other weapons there's no expectation uh, from the perpetrator that you have a weapon the tiger light uh, it's the tiger light go get one today at tiger.freetalklive.com it's uh, there's a christmas special right now it's tiger.freetalklive.com and i recommend you get the uh, charging unit to come with it it makes life a heck of a lot easier now mark i know that you're frustrated by Stephen in Tallahassee. I am. And I think that we need to get a little bit of perspective here for a moment. Now, we just talked with Steve, and I think Steve is in a similar place where you might have been in the past, Mark. Yeah. And it's it's not fair to completely jump down his, down his yeah, throat. Yeah, I was ready to jump. I was is. jumping down his throat. It's, it's, it's not fair to completely jump down his throat, but at the same time, I understand your frustration because you're hearing yourself likely in, in Steve. And Steve well, I'm hearing a person who, who says they believe in liberty, says they believe in you know, the, the, the liberties that the Constitution values and all that good stuff, but, um, and he knows that there's nothing that can be done at any, uh, on any level, at the federal level, for regaining, regaining the Constitution. However, he's not willing to move to New Hampshire because it's cold. Well, 
I, I, surprise, we have heaters here, and we don't hang out a heck of a lot unless you're skiing or ice skating or doing whatever in the winter in the months. Um, in the same way that you don't hang out outside in August in Florida. I know what it was like there. It was stifling. And um, granted, I will grant you, you don't have to shovel sunshine. But and and certainly, I wasn't. The, the weather isn't the reason I moved to New Hampshire. The reason I no. moved to New Hampshire was for liberty. If you believe in liberty, for the activism. For I the, think. Yeah, I think that you should get your butt up here because otherwise, if it is all it takes for tyranny to thrive, Steve, and for uh, liberty to die, is for good men to do nothing. Well, don't. He's talking to people. <laughs> See, that's just it. People have been talking to people for for right. decades. Lysander Spooner talked to people. That's just it, though. It Mark, was a, I mean, more than a century ago. Uh, the, the frustration is that we wish, and I share the frustration. The frustration is that we, as people who have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, we wish there were more of us. We wish there were more of us here sooner rather than later. We wish there were thousands of people that have already made the move rather than just hundreds of people that have already made the move. And eventually there will be. And there, there may are very more. well be thousands here, but we just they, they aren't tracked. I wouldn't say there is, because if there were that many people here and doing something, then there would be significant change. That's the change. question, certainly. Um, but, you know, we're, it frustrates us because we, we see a country full of 300 million people and a world full of billions of people, and we know that some of them must really love the idea of freedom. And, of course, many of them have never heard of the Free State Project. And so when we talk about these ideas, when we talk about freedom, and then we mention the Free State Project as a solution, we think to ourselves, gosh, this is a no-brainer. Why wouldn't somebody who's in Steve's position, who allegedly understands the ideas of freedom and values those ideas, Ideas, why wouldn't somebody like him just say, "Wow, what a great idea!" All right, you know, I mean, not not to expect that they're just going to pack up and move right away. It takes time. You've got things, you know. All you have to do is sign up, and right. then uh, once they get to twenty thousand, they're at ten thousand right now. Uh, then you are, you know, you're that's the dedicated. standard agreement. You can actually sign up to move anytime you want There's to. Stuff, there are yeah. different triggers and things like that at freestateproject.org. But it frustrates us because we we wish that other people were in the same place we are today, and they're not. Most people aren't. Uh, most people aren't activists. They don't consider themselves activists. They, you know, they wouldn't know where to begin when it uh, when it comes to uh, to getting active. Of course, it's really easy when you're here in New Hampshire. There's lots of stuff going on everywhere, and you just show up and plug yourself in. It's that easy to uh, to get involved. But you have to have such a value for liberty and a desire and a burning uh, love and lust for liberty in order to actually pick up your life and make the move. And most people just aren't there. They but still they believe be- but, but, that there's Ian. a chance where they are. They still believe that there's a chance that if they just talk to enough people and open enough eyes that all of us, or, or elect the right Hand people. Hand enough books out. Right, or elect the, or DVDs or whatever, and or if they just elect the right person, that uh, that that'll change it. That the tide will turn. That the Titanic will no longer uh, be heading toward the uh, the iceberg. That if they can just you know do what they're doing now slightly differently, where they are, that they can make it happen. And I you know I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but. It's not likely to occur the way you are fantasizing it. If you believe that you're in, you know, if you're in Florida or California or something like that, and you think that you're going to achieve liberty where you are, you have not assessed the situation. You have not consciously taken an honest look at what is happening around you. Right. They're, they're, they're electing Republicans in Florida. 
How's that going? They've been doing that for a long time. Right. Republicans, not the path to liberty. No. Nope. Sorry. I well, mean, what about the Libertarian Party? They, uh, you know, they're down there too. But <laughs> and who have got they gotten elected in Florida? Sorry, nope. these these election laws are set up against third parties. I'm not saying that you can't get some liberty-loving individuals in either the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. We've got them both here in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's true. The whole Republican Liberty Caucus is run by uh, pretty much liberty. And the New people. Hampshire Liberty Alliance has a Democrat sitting on the uh, as as the political director. So yeah. um, it's it's absolutely being done. And I think it has to be done through the parties that exist because of the laws that are passed in every state, including New Hampshire's. I'm not saying that New Hampshire is a shining beacon of liberty. However, we've got the best chance here, and we have the only chance here. Whatever it is you think that you're going to do to make liberty happen, I'm highly skeptical. There are some places where I'm I'm kind of impressed with what they're doing. But Phoenix, I like uh, I like the Freedom's Phoenix. I guys think that they there. I think they're they're spinning their wheels, but I, I like them. They're, yeah, they're fun when they, it's fun to watch them spin their wheels. They do the little camera uh, camera fraud things over in their YouTube channel at uh, freedomsphoenix.com. is an interesting site. Uh, but I think those folks would be a lot more effective here in New Hampshire because then they'd be backed up with hundreds of other people that uh, would agree with them and also get active. So if you're where Steve is, if you're somebody who thinks, yeah, liberty, great idea, but I kind of like where I live. And I like my job, and I like my uh, career, and my family's here. And that's cool. You know, if you've got reasons to stay where you are, stay right where you are. Right, but stop bothering your friends and neighbors about the ideas of liberty. Why? Because it's just a waste of their time and yours. I mean, you're frustrating people. You're frustrating yourself. Stick your head in the sand. Quit. Get it out. There Quit. are lots of bread and circuses you can distract yourself with. Right. I, I really, I, you know, I mean, it's kind of how I feel. I admit I'm not being very nice now, Ian, but that's how I feel. You know, <laughs> wasting your time, you might as well waste your time and be happy instead of wasting your time and be upset. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Daniel in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Daniel. Yes, it was a, a beautiful day in New Hampshire day, actually. It's I'm been, a, it's been a wonderful fall. There was one week where it was like wintertime, and then the rest of fall has been uh, stunning. Yeah. yeah, around the free, Keen Freedom Fest, that was about wintertime, and then every other day has been fine. Anyway, so I want to talk about the pledge, and I want to talk to Mark. And okay. uh, this is something that I think, Mark, about six months ago, eight months ago, a long time ago, you were talking about um, Ian not standing for the pledge or somebody not standing for the pledge, and you seem to be a bit critical of that. Um, I think that you can uh, – I think that there's times and places to, uh, you know, to, to use one's activism. Um, I think that, you know, not standing for the pledge at times makes sense. Um, I think that other times that you should just stand and be quiet and, you know, just let the other people do their little religious thing uh, in front of the flag. Okay. Well, that that's what I called about. I, I've been standing and being quiet. Um, sitting kind of draws attention to the whole thing. It does. But it, but if you, I was, I'd stand and be quiet and nobody says anything. I don't even know if anybody notices. I suspect not. And so... So I, I think that's a good compromise. I, I stand out of respect for the people in the room, and I keep my mouth shut for my own dignity. Thank you for the call, Daniel. As long as you can live with yourself, that's what the most important thing is. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you want. You could also try doing the uh, the Roman salute to the pledge as well and see if that uh, you know, sets anybody off. Because that was the original salute to the flag. Did you know that? More coming up. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. 
We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. We'll try to sneak your call in here in the remaining moments at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Uh, That number, again, brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program, you can help support the show by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. It is the holiday shopping season. Why bother going to the malls and the discount stores and waiting in the lines and dealing with the traffic and the parking lots when you can just do your shopping online at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com? Dozens of categories, free super saver shipping on a whole lot of brand new items as well as used items. Now, you don't get the free super saver shipping on the used items, but if you need to save a few extra bucks, used can be the way you can, uh, that you can go on Amazon. Uh, lots to do, lots to buy. You can pretty much buy everything that you want at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and FreeTalkLive will get a cut when you enter that uh, through that link. That's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Let's go to Jeremy in Alaska. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Uh, long time no holler, huh? Hey, Jeremy, formerly of uh, Montana. Yeah, I was. Uh, you guys heard about KGZ, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's our former affiliate. They uh, they ended up going bankrupt through a lawsuit. Well, I guess he's a uh, rumor. Is you know how those go, though. He's supposed to be uh, maybe back on the air uh, next month. But I'm up here now. I'm just thankful for the internet that I can still uh, listen to you guys. And so things. you got internets but, uh, up there in Alaska, huh? That's good. Uh, yeah, you bet. Well, I was at a I was at a uh, camp for a while, and uh, they didn't have it there. But I had to uh, entertain myself with shooting non-lethal grenades at bears, keeping them away from the dumpsters. So that was kind of fun. Sounds like a good time. Uh, now, Alaska is an interesting place. It was actually one of the ten states that were uh, were the options for the Free State Project, and I believe it came in third place. So well, it's it did- good. It would probably be a good place for it. It rains a lot here in the southeast where I'm at. But uh, I bought a 35-foot cabin cruiser, and I wanted to invite you guys up for fishing sometime. (laughs) Well, we uh, don't get out of of the uh, studio much since Free Talk Live's big shtick is that we uh, we do live shows. Yeah. And it's hard to do them there. But I'll tell you what, it's gosh darn interesting, and I appreciate the offer. That is a nice invitation. I I definitely do appreciate it. I hate leaving New Hampshire. I I just love it here. And next year I have to go to New York City one weekend. It happens to be the same weekend as the New Hampshire Liberty Forum, so I'm really extra hating leaving New Hampshire. I've been thinking about taking a road trip with the uh, the fam damnly here at some point in the future. And if so, Jeremy, I'll I'll look up to Alaska. Well, uh, yeah, there's only one rule on the boat for me, and that's uh, no booze until the anchor's out for the night. There you go. That's a good rule. So what else were you calling about tonight? Anything else on your mind? Well, um, I was uh, trying to get you guys uh, maybe on the air up here. You and Alex and I, uh, both, I'm trying to get, get them to put on some more alternative news on this radio station up here, and I'm trying to figure out a way... To get you guys or well, the, Alex or somebody one of the best come things on the you air can, with the guy that does the show between like 11 and 12 our time and we're, maybe we're, all, we're afternoon drive up there or get your show on then maybe 
break them in with you guys, and then Jeremy, maybe we can hit them hard and heavy with here's Alex. What, here's what I'd recommend you do. I'd recommend you go to localfac, localfaq.freetalklive.com. I know I need to figure out a better URL than that. But localfaq.freetalklive.com, and there's a whole uh, list of things that you can do there. Uh, it's a lot of suggestions as to how to get in touch with your local radio station and put Free Talk Live in front of them. And it's nice to hear from you. Thank you for the call well, would tonight. Would you guys come mm-hmm. in, come on for an interview? Well, yeah, absolutely. With the local guy here. Yes, any t- any time. Always av- always available for that sort of thing. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, um, get a hold of Ian at Ian uh, at freetalklive.com yep. for uh, specifics on that. They can definitely do that. And uh, and again, localfact.freetalklive.com for suggestions on getting on local talk stations. Uh, let's talk to Larry in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live, Larry. Uh, yes, uh, you guys were talking about earlier how it's basically a waste of time talking to people and trying to convince them of liberty and. And oh, I, I didn't I, say that. I, I, I think it was that. Mark that said that. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I've known so many people, uh, even I used to uh, formerly live in Texas. I had a lot of friends that were, you know, did drugs, did marijuana, and they even those people supported the, the police state. The drug uh, war. Yeah, it's amazing. Those the people that smoke people will be taking a toke off of a marijuana cigarette and say to you that oh, you can't make this stuff legal, man. Oh no, they'll say they want marijuana legal, but those other drugs they should stay illegal. Uh no, right. I see I see where you're coming from and I share the frustration, but I will not I would never say that the amount of time that I've spent talking to people about liberty down in in other places in down, when I lived down in uh, Sarasota, Florida for instance, I would never say it was not worthwhile. Because that would be saying that you wasted your time. Oh no, because number 1, I didn't waste my time. Number 1, it helped me in my ability to communicate the ideas of freedom. If you're not out there talking about the ideas of freedom, you are not going to be able to better your communication skills and uh, you know, get better at persuading people to understand what liberty is and to desire it for themselves. So putting the time in and putting the effort into making yourself better is, I think, well worthwhile. Secondly, I went out and I did a lot of outreach down there in Florida, and for the most part, it felt like a waste of time. I understand why it would feel that way. However, I did uncover, you know, I did uncover a couple of diamonds, uh, you know, a couple of needles in the haystack as I was going through literally hundreds of people and talking about the ideas of freedom. Uh, well, if I hadn't been out doing the the various different outreach tables that I did down south and talking to the hundreds of people that I did, Neil Connor, who's one of the uh, the activists now here in New Hampshire and one of the you know, I think one of the best ones, he would not he may not be here because I met him one day at the uh, the Sarasota County Fair when he was in 8th grade. Now he's graduated high school and he's here in New Hampshire. Well, you know, one of the things that uh turned me away from it was that was a group of people I thought could actually see what's going on. Who? Marijuana smokers. The people that I was, you know, people that were just getting thrown in jail for petty drug offenses. Ah, uh, yeah. And even those people would sit there and blindly support the police and even mm. turn themselves in when they, you know, got caught. It's just, it just really makes me think that. Nothing is – there's not going to be really a mass awakening in this country, uh, I no. see, until there's just basically economic collapse when the federal government is just – can't fund any of this anymore. That That's, doesn't even guarantee there will be a mass awakening. That will just be for people uh, a moment where they're reaching out for someone else to take care of them. Uh, that's true. So yeah, they yeah. may they may come to the conclusion that the federal government is kaputs, but at the same time, they'll, uh, they'll that won't necessarily lead them to, oh, yeah, we need freedom. <laughs> right. One does not follow the other necessarily. 
hasn't that's yet. That's true too. Yes, I, but I I think there might be a better chance for a mass awakening if that does ever happen. Which I think for the way this the government spending, the the deficit, the uh, outrageous debt we have, it. I can't see any way why it won't collapse. Well, it, it may very well, and it, you know that that will certainly be a pivotal time for for liberty um, if if, if people know about it. However, I don't think that I would pin that on that. All the evidence from uh, you know all the falls of all the empires is that liberty did not follow. And um, I yeah, think that you, enough people, an aggregated amount of people, have to believe in liberty in a significant in a specific geographic area um, in order to make an effect there. And my question to you is, when did you sign the Free State Project? <laughs> Actually, I, I, I used to live in Houston. My wife and I moved up to Washington State about two years ago. I wish I would have known about it because we would have picked there. Actually, we so, wanted to get out of the South. We just felt it was just somewhat not too late. Down there. Right, this, we still have houses for sale here. Yeah, um, I know. And, I know. and you know, and it's, it, may, it doesn't mean do you it. have to move today. You just know, go to freestateproject.org, you sign the statement of intent, and it says that you'll move when they get to 20000 They're at 10000 now, so it could be a year or two or three or whatever, and then it's five years after that. So you're only committing to move within, say, eight years or something. Right, right. Well, you never know. We may do it. All right. Well, you should definitely uh, get it, it's, sign I'll the tell intent. you what is not going to happen. The federal government is not going to collapse, and then liberty's going to follow. I, I I believe that too. Yeah, that's one of my biggest concerns too. It, it could even be worse after that. Sure, it very that well may could. be the only way they can control everything is just it would be outright totalitarian. Thanks, well, Larry, it will be well. worse because um, currently the federal government uh, enjoys the Federal Reserve note, which is the the world's reserve currency. So therefore, you're uh, you know the, the United States is living off of inflation that is being uh, spread out th- throughout the globe rather than over our nation specifically. Uh, and so when it goes just when it just falls when the federal government falls and you're just left with state governments and then they start mis- issuing their own fiat currency that's backed by nothing, then you're going to really have a mess. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Let's go uh, briefly to Gene, the Christian anarchist on the amp line. Gene, you got the last twenty or thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hardly enough to, to say anything, but uh, I wanted to present the fact that we already live in anarchy. Um, a brief description would be that uh, what we call government is a total fiction. We can demonstrate that. And what the men with guns call authority is illegitimate. It's nothing more than force over others. Since these simple men who claim they have authority can be demonstrated to be illegitimate, we therefore already live in anarchy. We're just too brainwashed to see the truth. Thanks, Gene, for the... Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it, and uh, thanks for your patience. Hey, we're done. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. And we'll see you Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a super weekend. The following edition of the Mark Interview Series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live AMP program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as 3 bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com, and here's Mark. So the, the Edgington Post interview series continues, and uh, today I have uh, Chris. Uh, w- I, you're one of the guys involved in the For Liberty movement, uh, t- or excuse me, uh, For Liberty movie. Tell me, uh, t- tell me more about the movie. Yes, uh, uh, For Liberty, Holler Ron Paul Revolution, Water the Withered Tree of Liberty is the title, um, and it's a documentary that uh, myself and my co-producer Corey put together over the last 14 months. It 
uh, basically goes through the history of the, the Ron Paul presidential campaign through the perspective of the grassroots supporters that organized all these crazy projects and, you know, shattered records and, uh, goes, you know, shows the passion all these people had. And, uh, it's, it's just, you know, something we decided to put together and we released it at the end of September of this year. And, uh, been going pretty good. Now, so the um, I, I guess you've got footage because the Ron Paul Revolution was nationwide. As a matter of fact, it was worldwide to some extent. But um, did you? What? How did you get around the United States and talk to different people? I mean, how did that go? Well, we did it, uh, tr- a road trip after the rally for the Republic last year. I have a, a 1984 Mercedes uh, car that runs on Freno Fryer oil. Okay. We drove that thing around. So and, is that a diesel uh, or a diesel turbo? No, it's a diesel turbo, yeah. Yeah, well, at least it's got a little acceleration. <laughs> yeah. Not much. Uh, we packed you know, pack that thing full of camera equipment and a couple couple people, and we did a 10,000-mile road trip, just looped around the country and interviewed about 25 people from, you know, grassroots activists, uh, you know, people like Michael Nystrom that started the Daily Paul, uh, media professors, uh, historians. We went to Houston, interviewed the people that founded Ron Paul Forums. Uh, so we did, did quite a lap around the country. And that was all the footage we shot for our interviews. And then uh, the footage from the campaign, you know, we're here in Wisconsin, and we, Ron Paul never came to Wisconsin, so we didn't, we didn't really have any footage of him, so to speak. But what we did is we tracked down a lot of it through YouTube. We, we contacted people. We'd find footage we liked and... Um, People would send us their original footage, you know, copies of it. Yeah. We had quite a bit to work with from different rallies and events that happened around the country. And then, uh, you know, piecing that together with our interviews, uh, we were able to put the story together. And we also went to the rally in Minneapolis last year and shot for four days. And we have a lot of footage from the rally and events surrounding, surrounding there. So um, the, the the subtitle there, how the Ron Paul Revolution watered the tree of of liberty. How did the Ron Paul Revolution water the tree of liberty? Yeah, it just you know re, rejuvenated the American spirit with a lot of these supporters that uh, had never been involved in this process before. They had lost all faith in the system. They they had never ever donated to a candidate, supported a candidate like they they supported Ron Paul. So you really see saw a lot of people just you know kind of tossing away their apathy for the first time in their lives. A lot of them, and they got involved and started paying attention and learned a lot of things they had no clue about, during, you know, during the campaign. So that's you know they they rewatered the tree of, of liberty. So what's what's the tree of liberty going to do now? How's this how's this going to turn out? Any ideas? I don't know, but there's a lot of people now that which I'm sure you know that have awakened to a lot of the, the real issues plaguing the country and they're they're involved now, they're attending rallies, they're they're not just sitting on the couch anymore. So we just gotta wait and see, you know. Did you uh make it up to New Hampshire for your interview series at all? We came through there, uh we actually interviewed the the ex GOP chairman of New Hampshire, Fergus Cullen, which yeah, is Fergus. interesting. And he talked about the, you know, the Fox situation, how they try, you know, tried to ice out Ron Paul in that one debate there right before your primary, mm-hmm. and then uh, they ended up pulling their support from the, the the debate. So we talked to him about that, and I think 
we may have talked to someone else in New Hampshire, but we are in that area, Connecticut. Uh, we went right through there. So the um, you know, they the New Hampshire was is obviously a pivotal battleground in uh, the United States presidential politics anyway, and uh, you know, because it's the 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 location for the Free State Project, one people had a, a lot of hope for New Hampshire to really be a great state for for Ron Paul. They didn't have as much hope in Iowa um, because of the sort of caucusing and and that kind of thing. So they they were expecting New Hampshire to really pull out some numbers, and I don't know. I can't remember whether it was eight percent or nine percent that uh, that they got, but it was it was somewhere in that vicinity. A lot of people were disappointed. Yeah, they were. I think he came in fifth place in New Hampshire. But he did re- beat Rudy, Giuli- Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, we, we we go through that in the documentary. We talk about it, and um, a lot of people were were really hoping he would come in. You know, you know, second even, maybe even first. Yeah. There, people were kind of expecting that. I think some people were. I was, and yeah, a lot, a lot of us were. And when uh, when he got fifth, it was, you know, what are you going to do about it? You can't. A lot of people don't trust the voting machines. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you can't really do much about it. Yeah. I think there was some kind of recount, wasn't wasn't there in New Hampshire? Yeah, they had a recount and basically came up with the same numbers. I mean, I'm I'm right. not of the opinion that necessarily that there was any cheating going on. I'm sort of of the opinion that people. Um, you know, the sort of the, the mainstream type folks didn't think that Ron Paul had a chance to win, and that's because they listened to the news, and, you know, this it's sort of this cycle. You know, the people in the news didn't think Ron Paul had a chance, so they told the people who listened to the news that Ron Paul didn't have a chance, so Ron Paul didn't have a chance, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. Even though there's never been a phenomenon like, you know, what happened in the Ron Paul campaign, it just they just didn't quite believe it, you know. That's, what happens on TV is more real than what happens in real life for a lot of people, it seems to me. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's almost the way it is. Um, another thing with New Hampshire is that um, lost my train of thought here. Oh, did, you were th- you were thinking that uh, some reason why uh, uh, you know the the Ron Paul uh, didn't do so well in New Hampshire? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people in New Hampshire. They had a ho- they had a couple houses there. People are coming from all over the country. Yeah, those... that houses they're making signs, um, hanging them up all over New Hampshire. People traveled all over from all over the country, spent their winters there making signs in sub freezing weather. Yep. Uh, you know, spray can spray paint cans freezing up. Uh and then when you know when when Fox iced them out of that debate, I th- I think that's that's the main thing that that maybe pushed them down a bit. Because it was almost like, you know, people were getting ready to vote in your primary there and then the the last debate that comes on T V before the election and he, he's not even on the panel. So yeah. that that was a major major problem. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was certainly disappointing. I had hoped uh, things had, would go differently, but I mean, you know, obviously, I do believe that the the Ron Paul revolution changed things, and I I feel that the the money, like like you said, the money that I gave that I've never given to a political candidate in my life, um, you know, that I believe that was worth giving to his campaign. I I still think it was well spent because people have woken up. As to what that 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 waking giant of liberty is going to do, I'm still I, I'm I'm still sort of wondering. You know what's what is going to happen here? What's I I don't know, um, but I I hope that some of them take a take a look at New Hampshire and consider the Free State Project because I think that this is the best cho- um, chance of liberty. But that's just you know that's my personal opinion. They have to come to that conclusion themselves. Right. I I think that the Free State Project is such a great idea. It, it's just amazing to see people. Come to the state and and, and uh, live live by those uh, beliefs. It's just 
just amazing seeing everyone do that. Yep. So um, before Liberty, how does one go about seeing the movie? Um, you know, we've teased it a little bit here and talked about what's going on in it. Um, what? How does one get a hold of the movie? Well, we we have it available on our website. It's forlibertymovie.com, and it's, we have it on DVD. It's uh, you know, the movie is just under two hours long. Uh, it's very well made. Uh, there's also about two hours of bonus material. We put all this extra stuff on there. Uh, so there's quite a bit of minutes of information on the disc. Uh, also, we've been having screenings around the country. We've had about two dozen, I think, screenings so far. Isn't there a premiere uh, um, going on in uh, Phoenix? Uh, there's a big deal with red red carpets and the whole deal going on there Yeah, in there is. But that's going to be December 3rd in Phoenix. It's, I think it's actually in Tucson is where it's at the University Sorry. of uh, Arizona, I believe, in Tucson. And it's it just, those, those guys are so amazing out there. Ernie Hancock and Ed Vallejo and Tom and all these guys, they... Yeah, they're having this Freedom Summit for the weekend, and they had this idea to have the screening uh, Thursday right before the Freedom Summit. There's going to be a bunch of people in town, Ron Paul, uh, Tom Woods. Uh, a bunch of people are coming. We're trying to get people in the film to go to the screening. Yeah. And, and they, they just want to do it all Hollywood-style, uh, you know, pull up with a limo and have a, have a, a red carpet, and all of us get to walk down and go into the movie. And people with cameras. They yeah, fill, fill the theater. They're doing a big media blitz to get the media there. So it, it, it'll be a really fun time. Looking forward to that. We're, uh, Corey and I, uh, he's the co-producer of the film. We're driving out in my old Mercedes. We're going to drive out there from Wisconsin. It'll be a, a good little road trip out there and back. Yeah, well, they'll have to. you'll have to have a chauffeur for the Mercedes that day to uh, park it out back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to that. So the um, the movie's available on your website now. Is it uh, is it like a click to play kind of thing, or you have to buy the DVD at this point? What's uh, what's what 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 can I expect? I haven't been to For Liberty, um, the For Liberty Movie dot com, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's just a DVD order. The DVD we don't we don't have any video streaming or anything like that. Okay, pretty pretty low tech. I'm, I'm, we're not too tech about website stuff, but. Um, you can order it on the site, just uh, just like you'd order any DVD. So, at film festivals at this point, how, what's going on there? I mean, um... yeah, we've entered uh, probably around a dozen festivals: Slamdance, Sundance, the Ann Arbor Film Festival. There's a, a, a couple documentary-specific festivals that are really long-running, famous festivals. One is in North Carolina, I believe it's called True False. There's another one. Um, the name of the other one, but there is another good documentary festival we entered. We entered the Wisconsin Film Festival, which uh, we could actually win an award for that. There's a um, Wisconsin's own, since we're from the state, and just just a handful of other festivals. You know, we're just entering them as we can afford it. Um, What's the cost to enter one of these film festivals? Anywhere from hundred dollars to fifty to you know around there, depending if they're really big festivals, they cost more. And you know, now we just got to sit back and wait. They get hundreds and sometimes thousands of entries to these things, so they sit there and these people watch them all and they whittle down the best ones. And if our film is good enough, it'll get in. So we just got to wait and see. So we're hopeful about that. Uh, if, if we can get into any of these festivals, it'll be an amazing thing. Uh, I don't think there's ever been a movie like this in in a festival before that I know of, at least modern. So it'll be a it'll be a good thing to get in some of these. It'll expose the message to all this new new uh, new people. So um, if I'm listening to this podcast right now, and uh, there's there's going to be thousands of people who are, 
And most of them, I'm guessing, if they're getting this far in the podcast, <laughs> that they're probably liberty-oriented folks. They, uh, you know, they they have some level of support for the Ron Paul revolution. What is the reason that that person would want to go from I'm listening to this uh, interview and from that from that point to I'm going to my computer to look at the website and then um, I intend to buy. Like what, what, you know, what what can you tell them that'll move them from that this spot to that spot? What what are they going to get out of it? Because they need to be, um, you know, they they need to something tangible needs to happen um, to you know emotionally move those people. What what is yeah. it? Uh, they're going to get an amazing documentary film that covers the entire revolution. It's it's um, they're going to laugh, they're going to cry, they're going to be pissed off. Mm. Uh, it covers all these all these uh, emotions. People in our screenings at the premieres, they were cheering in the audience. They were, you know, yelling at the screen. They were mad. It was just, at some points, it was just dead silence. People were tearing up. Uh, we got a standing ovation at the end of the first premiere. So it was really amazing to see people's reactions after we, you know, Corey and I were huddled away in my studio here for 14 months working on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's. We're liberty-minded filmmakers, so buying a copy supports us. It lets us keep doing more and more things like this, uh, and get, you know, give it away. Give it, give it for a present. Give it to a family member and say, "Hey, this is what I did. This is what I've been up to the last couple of years." You know, because a lot of a lot of people's families they don't understand why all of a sudden, you know, their brother or sister or dad or you know gets into gets into this movement. And if they see this movie, it helps them understand. And a lot of the a lot of the people themselves will join the movement because of it. We, we've seen it at the screenings. We've seen uh, liberal-minded people, you know, had had no idea any of this stuff happened. Uh, they don't pay attention to the primaries. They they never knew about Ron Paul. Mm. They never knew there was a movement like this. And when they see just ordinary people getting up and doing what they did during the campaign, it just inspires them and kind of makes them open their eyes and say, yeah, I do have power. Uh, you know, I, I just don't have to sit here by myself and be pissed off about how bad everything is in the country. I can actually join this, this group of people that love America. They love the Constitution. They want it to be respected. They want to have uh, honest people running in the, in the elections that, you know, mean what they say and say what they mean. So it's it's just a great movie. I know everyone everyone is uh, pretty positive about it. We haven't heard too much negative feedback. I uh, I remember the you know there when Ron Paul was speaking at the Liberty Forum, uh, the the New Hampshire Liberty Forum in '08. Uh, it was two days before the primary, three days before the primary. Um, I can't. I think it was two. It was that Sunday, and then the primary was on Tuesday. And Ron Paul came into the room and. It was the biggest room the hotel had. It was a big room. It was probably the size of a high school football field, and it was full of people. And um, they had Glenn Davis, uh, you know, the WWE's Kane acting as security, but I, he was really just, you know, just just kind of escorting Ron up, Ron up to the stage. And and the it was a the the noise level was incredible. And then Ron would speak for he'd say a couple of sentences, and then people would yell and they'd jump up and down and cheer. And I remember, um, you know, being there, and and it's it, for me that was the culmination of the event. And when it all was was paying off, because it certainly didn't pay off on that Tuesday. Um, and, you know, literally, I was weeping. I, I, you know, like tears were coming out of my eyes. I was so excited. I, I've never been excited about a politician in my life. Um, not like that. And, uh, 
you know, he's I, I <laughs> it was really amazing that day to hear it. And I, I can only I can only hope that, that that level of emotion would be in the movie. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of it in there. Um, so the rallies are just amazing. Uh, you know, there was that off the rally in Austin. It's just a sea of people. Uh, the rally in Ann Arbor where college kids were burning Federal Reserve notes. Uh, it was just amazing seeing all the people turn out to these things. And, you know, you know, most of them had never even thought about supporting a candidate to this level before. Yeah. And it, it was almost like he was a rock star going to these events, uh, which is just pretty amazing. To see. He's such a humble man um, for a politician. You know, it, usually they... I mean, either he's very good at playing off his uh, his his uh, pride and hubris, or he really is just a humble guy that believes what he says, and I you know I tend to believe that. Um, and yeah, it's it's funny, you know, because he, he was such the unlikely candidate, the you know the unwilling candidate. He didn't really want to run for president. It's just kind of like, all right, if you guys want me to run for president, I'll do it. And it you know, the the revolution really really sprung up around him. Yeah, and one, one thing for me. You know, you mentioned at the rally that you were at there. One one thing for me is we went to the rally for the Republic uh, in Minne- you know, Minneapolis, <clears throat> and we were there and we were shooting a bunch of footage and everything for the documentary. And being in that, I'm not sure if you were there or not, but I was being not. okay, being in that arena, the Target Center there with about ten or twelve thousand people, and seeing you know Dr. Ron Paul walk out on stage was just it was hard to comprehend because it was, you'd think that all these years he had been laughed at, ignored, pushed aside, his ideas, no one cared. And then he'd never back down. You know, he's always saying the same thing all these years. And then finally, to see him come on in that stage to these, this, this stadium full of people that love everything he says <clears throat> was just, I, I don't even know what he must have been going through. It, it just must have been one of the probably the best moments of his life. I don't know. I, I hard to say. He seemed like he was uh, to me, you know, humble through it all and um, yeah. you know unmoved. But uh, you know, maybe maybe you're right. I, I, I just, it's it's hard to believe. I but he was uh, so much a rock star at that time. Um, you know, people would people wanted to take pictures with him, have him have him hold their baby. I mean, you know, he was doing everything but blessing children for God's sakes. Yeah. It was yeah. it was amazing. Well, we have some footage of him behind stage that I'm not sure if people have seen it before, but uh, there's, there's a couple couple cameras that maybe none of you have been one camera that got this. And we, ha- we have the footage from Gary Franchi. And he's, it's him you know, being prepped, ready to go up the stairs, to go up on the stage, you know, and Goldwater Jr. is introducing him and whatnot. And he's just got this electric glow around him. You can just, you can just see it and you know, see it. He's just like a, a little kid. Mm. And he's just getting ready to go up those stairs and walk out on stage to, to his fans, you know, to his supporters. It's just such a cool, the footage is just so cool seeing. Yeah, his, his smile is certainly genuine. It's somewhere between, um, you know, just a, a kid's smile and impish. But uh, it, it definitely, when he smiles big, it's a, it is amazing. Well, enough politician worship. Um, I hope that uh, you know. I, I I wish you very good luck with your um, with your movie uh, for at forliberty.com. And uh, thanks, Chris, for the for the interview. Yes, forlibertymovie.com. For, did I say it wrong? Uh, you left off movie. <laughs>
Did I? Okay. I just I said for liberty. <laughs> for liberty movie dot com and uh, your full name and your partner's full name, just so that uh, you know people know. Okay, my name is Chris Rye. I'm the co-producer of For Liberty, and my other co-producer is Corey Kellier, and we're just two liberty-minded filmmakers from Wisconsin. Yeah, you sound uh, young, by the way. How old are you guys? I'm 37, and I think Corey has just turned 30. So Good yeah, Lord. we're, we're yeah. older than I thought. But <laughs> it's just been fun though working on it. It was an amazing project, and we we really enjoyed it. Very cool. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. If you're paying more than fourteen ninety five per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at fourteen ninety five per month, it's cheaper than dial up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and twenty four hour a day free local tech support with no setup fees. Some restrictions apply. Call one eight six six two get net. That's one eight six six the number two get net, or go to dslextreme.com.